cast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. Yo. Yo. We, is a, we had a very news-filled week this week. Jeez, yeah. There's a lot to get to, especially Monday, where everything broke, it seemed like. We had trailers and news and uh, passing of a legend. Stan Lee uh, passed away on Monday, which was very sad for I all believe of us. you mean Spike Lee? <laughs> no. Uh, according to that, was it? Different legend. Newspaper? <laughs> it was like... Uh... Australian. Yeah. Some, don't confuse New Zealand and Australia. <laughs> no, they don't, they don't they like get it. mad at you. Yeah, they don't like it very much. Well, one of us is right. It's either Joe or me, so you can direct your anger at whoever. Well, no, but we're condemning them, so it's fine, yeah. I guess. Uh, but yeah, they, they said Spike Lee and not Stanley. But no, it was Stanley that passed away. It was very sad. As a big Marvel guy myself and a Spider Man fan, uh, I was very, very sad about that. Yes, I mean, you knew it had to be coming. I know. And I know, like, he'd, he'd been having, like, a really rough year. Leading, I mean, his wife died last year. Last couple yeah. years, too. Um, but, like, I, I kept, like, hearing stories about, like, him kind of being a little out of it kind of thing. He kept, well, like... There was a whole thing about people were stealing his money or they were opposing as him or, do, like, doing all kinds of weird, shady shit. And who knows if that's just an old person who... Like, you know, when, when people go into nursing homes, they're like, the, the lady's stealing my necklaces. Like, yeah. Is she or did you just misplace it because you're old? That, that was always the vibe I got from that whole thing. Well, he had, like, lawsuits out for them and ended up getting a ton of money back from it. So but this I was something else, though. No, because this was recently. I remember, like, they were like, it's finally settled. And, like, yeah, he's getting all the money like, back. Is it real? And yeah. Then, yeah, I mean, it ended up being so. Mm. But, yeah. Still, Poor guy. Terribly sad. Yeah. I mean, it's the end of a legend. Yeah. yeah. I like the world will not be the same, like, from this point out i mean it's not like he, he was creating still kind of but like his own <laughs> well, thing and, he was creating stuff and a lot of it was crap yeah <laughs> he I created a he created that. a manga and uh made himself as the villain in it <laughs> and there's a picture of him saying like i'll destroy the universe excelsior and it's like this very <laughs> villain looking <laughs> stanley you know, well, but, like wasn't he like god in the marvel universe also i think that's the joke but i don't know that he's ever been i don't think so no, think, actually, I think I think Steve Ditko was God in maybe. the Marvel Universe. That sounds because there was like possible. a character called like the One Above All or something like that mm. that was like the God of all the different gods because there was eight hundred different gods, yeah, <laughs> different deities and stuff in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I think yeah. I think, but yeah, I think it was actually Steve Ditko was the God of uh, the One Above All. That, that makes sense too. He did create just as much, if not more, than Stanley, mm-hmm. probably yeah. based on the way that they made comics back then. Yeah, uh, but still terribly sad. Yeah. Uh, although I guess Bill Maher made fun of Stanley yesterday. What? Why? For being like, who cares about comics? Like, who cares what this guy did? Everyone like, cares. It's the biggest fucking thing in the world right yeah, now. Yeah, for children, not sophisticated adults. Like yeah, you know, the highest selling film franchise in the universe. Like, yeah. like eight of the top ten best selling movies of all time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, who cares about that guy? He's he's dead. And nobody likes him. Said Bill Maher. Mm. Did you and ever I get to meet it, so Stanley? I'm not going to take that out of context. What? Did you ever get to meet Stanley? No, I don't. I'm not big on photo ops and like going to cons to like wait in line for two hours. They're to take a always picture. disappointing, anyways. Well, it's just like what you, you're not going to say anything to them. If you do, they either don't care or they do. But it's like, so what? Like I don't know. It's just not. I don't begrudge anybody that wants to. Yeah. Like I know plenty of people who have who like put up pictures of them with Stanley right. on Monday. Uh, so like I don't begrudge anybody. That's just not. Uh, it's not me. I'd rather like have a chance encounter with someone on the street than to, like wait in line and be like, "Hey, I like you so much. Let me hover hand over your shoulder while you sit there <laughs> for 
eight hours. And you know they're just thinking like, "Ah, this guy fucking... They're looking at you with like utter disgust. I'm not going to remember you. Move along. I mean, I hear he was a genuinely nice guy. Yeah, I've never heard anyone say anything bad about like meeting him. Um, But yeah, that's not my style of like... Yeah, same here. Fandom. I just didn't know. Like, you've been to a bunch of conventions and stuff, so I didn't know if that was, like, no, I mean, on your if list. You're, yeah, if you're anyone that goes to a convention, there's a good chance at some point, like, yeah. you stood in line to meet Stan Lee. Well, that's, yeah, that's what yeah. I was asking. Or, like, you you were there, like, while he was talking on, like, one of those side stages or something, and you, like, waved to him or shook his hand or something. Right, and, right, right. You know. And, but, you went, and you went, Excelsior, true believer. Yeah. And you went, like, <gasps> I giggled, and... <laughs> Just like he said that thing he said. That yeah, he said the catchphrase at me. Um, what is it? So, Mal- he's in Mallrats, right? Yes. 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 Yeah, so like that's yeah, the only thing I can think of. Realize is... he's talking to Stanley the whole right. time. Yeah, that's that's like which is I... insane to me. No, no, he knows he's talking. Oh no, the other guy does. The other guy does. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he keeps. Oh yeah. And then um, well, Jason, when he keeps asking about the things. Yeah, it's like it's the things dick make. Can Mister Fantastic dick grow? Yeah. Can it stretch anything? It's like, you need to stop thinking about superhero dicks all the time. <laughs> it's really, he's just sad about his girlfriend. That's what it was. Yeah. So, in honor of Stan Lee, but also considering that this is a uh, video game podcast and not a comic book or movie ca- podcast, even though we talk about video game related movies a lot, um, what is your favorite Marvel video game? Oh, I don't know. Because there's a lot of Marvel video games out there to, to think about. There is. I mean, it's hard to, because like... I'm playing Spider-Man right now, and that's so you're like you're riding high on Spider-Man. Yeah, it's hard to like put anything like that into context because I love other Marvel games like the Ultimate Alliance games, and like I've played my fair share of bad games (laughs) in the that has like the Marvel logo on it. But I don't know. Uh, Ultimate Destruction is great. The whole yeah, that that was gonna be my my pick. Ultimate Destruction was just so much fun. Yeah, it was a really fun game. But uh, you know, it's hard to top also the Ultimate Alliance games in like in terms of like pure like geek outness of getting like all the characters because that was really the first one that like really got all the characters together for the first time because that was before like the the lego marvel games and all those i mean you had like avengers games and stuff but it was the first time you really got like all the characters together what about you john um probably the spider-man super nintendo game Mm. Oh yeah, um, like just because like I Wait, that, which which one? Because there was a couple. I honestly don't know because I never had it like any system when I was younger. Uh, like my my babysitter had it. Yeah, there was uh, the Spider Man, Spider Man, Arcade Revenge. Uh, I think Rhino was the first boss, so it's that one. Because there's a Maximum Carnage, uh, Separation Anxiety. I think it was Maximum Carnage then. Yeah, probably. R- Rhino was, was the that first was the most, boss. Like, popular one. But they all bleed together, so I can't remember which one yeah. was which. I just remember playing it a lot, and like that was back when like we would walk home from elementary school, and we'd walk by Buried Under Comics, and like they we weren't allowed in the like back section because that was like when comics still weren't for kids in that odd period of time. Bill Maher says they're always for kids. So. <laughs> um, but like we would, we would get the trading cards and stuff like that, and then we'd go home and we'd try and beat like the third level of Spider-Man because that's the only one we could get to. But yeah. I think new, the new Spider-Man is either up there, too. Yeah. Because it's just... It's a pinnacle. I think yeah. I had the Sega Genesis one of the Spider-Man. Um, I remember it was really weird because he couldn't stick to glass in that one. So, so like, you could, like, climb up a building, but, like, you had to avoid the windows. Because, like, if you touch the windows, he would, like, slide down. And I was kind of like... Well, the sill is there. The window sill. So he can't really get around that. Yeah, yeah, so man, that's really... But I was, the, the whole time, I'm like, like, 90% of the, like, skyscrapers and... New York City are just all glass. Oh, yeah, like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any no. sense. He doesn't slip down those. You got to just be in cheap. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. They just couldn't figure it out, games wise. Yep. But yeah, huge legacy of Marvel video games, most of which are trash. Huge <laughs> yeah. games in there. Well, rest in peace, Stanley. Yes. Uh, let us know what your guys' favorite Marvel games of all time are. That'd be an interesting question. You can find us on Twitter or yeah. Facebook. Let us know. Uh, but speaking of games that we play, Joe, what did you play this week? Oh, uh, I picked up um, uh, Let's Go Pokemon Pikachu. Did you get Pikachu? I got the Pikachu, yeah. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. And I picked up the uh, version oh, that sick. came with the uh, controller, Pokemon. the Pokemon controller. Oh my god, wow. He's throwing it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's hefty for a little it. thing. It is hefty for a little thing. This Adam is, is cool. looking at it. Oh, it's like a joystick on the top? Yeah, and there's a button on the top, like where the red is. Ooh, I just turned it on. That's fine. It's going to start you, talking to you. If you uh, hold it down, you can talk to Pikachu. <laughs> I don't... Can, can we have Pikachu as a guest on the podcast? If you I, want to. How do I do this? Hold down the the front button, the, the clicker button, and it'll turn yellow. Yep. Now shake it. <laughs> there you go. That probably came through. It might not have. Here you go, Joe. I'll throw it back to you. How are... All right. So how is it? Have you played it with both the Pokeball and not? I've only played it with the Pokeball okay. so far. All right. Um, give us your thoughts on playing with the Pokeball. It's... Uh, pain in the ass. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Now, you're not a person that played a lot of Pokemon Go, correct? No. Or, I played a lot of Pokemon, but yes, not a lot right, of Pokemon no, Go. Yeah, but not a lot of, and this is the like the perfect blend of the two, because this is a remake of Yellow, It's a, Yes. It's like the full game version of Yellow. But with updated yeah. graphics and... Mm-hmm. Um, and like a completely different play style, yes. obviously, because it's like themed off of Pokemon Go. So, like, the I got the Pokeball right here. It's about the size of a golf ball. I'd say. It's a little um, bit bigger than that. Like, a tad bit bigger than a golf ball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it does have, like, where the, the front button is, a, a joystick that you can, like, click in to act as the, uh, like, A button. And then on the top of it, there's, like, a little button as well up there, um, which acts as, like, kind of the start button in the game to, like, open up the menus and stuff. Okay. Um, and then there's also, uh, if you want to hit Y, you have to shake it, which is really annoying. So, I mean, first of all, the, my problem with this thing is that, like, I got big hands. Yeah. So, it like, very small it's, it's very small in your hand. It's very uncomfortable after a while because your hand starts to, like, cramp up. Uh, you're having, like, a hard time getting into, like, a good position to hit the joystick and, like, use it. It gets very, very uncomfortable after a little while. What would you say? A real, like, a quote-unquote real Pokeball is probably the size of, like, a baseball, right? It depends on what, like, one of those things where, like, it changes depending on what you're looking at. Um just imagining like the cartoon like how the, the, the cart in like the cartoon it like starts yeah. off as like a little little ball and they like push the button and then it grows to like the size of a yeah. softball yeah yeah because it's like a ping pong ball on their belt buckle yeah and yeah. Then they make it into a baseball size yeah throw it. i don't think that's actually how it worked in the actual games because like they were always kind of just a more of like a little bit of a in-between size gotcha. so i guess this is more realistic to the game then right well, and, and definitely in this game, like, it kind of shows that when the people are holding the Pokeball, it's, like, about this size. Okay. I think they wanted it to be uniform with the Pokemon controller that they had. So, like, they're depicted as the size in the, like, Let's Go Pikachu game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, your, like, hand gets really cramped. Um, it's really annoying to, like, shake it because, like, it's not as responsive as I would have wanted it to be. Yeah. Because it'll be the kind of thing where, like, I'll be, like, shake, shake, come on. And then I gotta, like, really give it a good shaking to, to get it to, to do it. Um... But, uh, I mean, it's the only way I played, so, I mean, maybe playing with just the Joy-Con is a little bit easier, a little less frustrating. Now, do you play with one Joy-Con and then that is the second Joy-Con, or are you just You just play as one one Joy-Con when oh, you're playing. Okay. Yeah. And um, I didn't give it a try, but apparently you can play it in handheld mode, which I don't really know how it works, considering that, like, 
touchscreen maybe the motion control is important yeah maybe they just kind of treat it as a cell phone like 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 a cell phone yeah maybe. where you just flick it yeah uh possible um but i mean aside from the controller and talking about the controller i just find the game really really boring really yeah um because like as somebody who's played god knows how many hundreds of hours of pokemon games in my days like across all 30 fucking games or whatever the hell it is yeah. like it's so overly simplified and like it's just kind of frustrating about how you know when me and john were talking about in the car like it's the kind of thing where if you were being introduced to pokemon games or like you only knew pokemon from playing like pokemon go and yeah. you didn't play know the other games i'm sure it's fine but like if you're anybody that spent any time playing a pokemon game you're just like god damn this is boring because like it takes out so many of the more interesting aspects for like an incredibly dumbed down version like i mean catching pokemon you know is just like pokemon go like you run into the pokemon and then you just flick the ball at it to catch it yeah there's no there's no combat there's no fighting there's nothing like that and I don't mind that so much. I always hated that in Pokemon games. I'm like, I just need to walk to get to this next thing. And oh, I gotta fight 65 weak ass Pokemon. Yeah, and then the, like this <laughs> on one. On my way there, it's just like, come on. And then this one, the Pokemon are like <laughs> on the map. <laughs> it's not randomized. So good, it's man. not that they just attack you when, like, when you're walking through the tall grass. Like, you can see them, so you can avoid them if you want to. Oh, that's good. Which I'm sure is, yeah, once again, something that's fine for like people that have never played an actual Pokemon game before. Um, but, like, if you want to level up your Pokemon and get them stronger, like you have to catch other Pokemon. It's one of the few ways, one of the two ways it's either that or through fighting. And like, there's not that many fights in the game. I mean, you know, you get into an area, there's usually like three or four people to actually fight. And you know, you need to go out and just catch Pokemon to like level up your Pokemon. Oh, wait, the, oh so you, you train against the one you've already caught. Is that how it works? No, you just catch. No, you you, you just, just catch. catch you can you again. can have six on you at any time, and as you catch more Pokemon, they get experience and level up. So you just have to walk around catching Pokemon if you want to level up your Pokemon. That's so weird. Why would catching other Pokemon level up the Pokemon you already have? I mean, it's just like Pokemon Go. You get experience for for uh, catching Pokemon as like a person, like as, oh, as the, the trainer. As the trainer. I thought, like the Pokemon get levels. In, in, Let's go Pikachu the Pokemon get levels right. just for catching. Right, them. I'm just comparing the two. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, which it, it makes, makes sense it makes go. sense it makes sense in the original games because you're actually fighting the Pokemon yeah. to catch them. You have to like beat them down and then catch them. Um, but in this one, no, so you just walk around. You like walk into a Pokemon, you catch it, and then it just splits the experience amongst the like six Pokemon you have in your party. So you're just walking around like catching them, catching them, and catching them to level up your Pokemon. So what do you do with them if you can only have six? Just they just go, they go and, go? like, you can only have six on you that'll get experience, and the other ones just go into your, like, bag. Oh, okay. And then you can, like, organize them, and then you can, like, um, send them to the professor, the Pokemon professor, and he'll give you, like, items depending on, you know, it'll be the kind of thing where he'll be like, you sent me 20 Pidgeys, like, here's some, you know, candies for your Pokemon. Okay. And he'll give you stuff to, like, you know, help level them up a little bit. But that's kind of all you do in the game. But yeah, it's really kind of all you do. I mean, you know, you go around and you can get enough, you know... It has all the battles and, like, the story and stuff to go along with, but in the end, I played it for a couple hours last night and, like, spent most of the time just kind of, like, walking around getting into fights with Pokemon, just kind of, like, bored out of my mind, because all I'm doing is, like, walk around and then flicking my wrist and then walk around and flicking my wrist. There's no really challenge or strategy or anything to go into it. So I... <laughs> sorry, sorry, Pikachu. I didn't want you to... You disturbed him. I didn't want to disturb you. <laughs> 
Weird. Stop it. Why is it still vibrating? Dude, wow. he hates you. Angered it. Dude, you you made wrong. him He's so mad. It has a microphone in there that knows when you're bad mouthing the game. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. All right. Really He's calm. Nice. He's calm down. Good. Calm you're down. All there. riled up. It's past his bedtime. Calm down there. It's later than we're normally doing. This. It's cramped in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Smaller than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you fit a Pikachu inside one of these things. Uh, um, grinded in candy. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Like I'm playing it. I'm just kind of like I said, really bored, and it's just probably mainly just because. Like I said, I've spent so much time playing regular Pokemon games that just this feels like uh, Pokemon. I mean, imagine light. if like you, you know, they came out and they're like, "Hey, here's a new version of Marvel Spider-Man," but there's like no combat. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know, you just like you just like walk up to enemies and press A, and then he just automatically beats them up for you. And by the end of the game, that's kind of how it works anyway. Well, that's kind of. It. <laughs> It'd be like walking up to a group of enemies and just flicking your controller at them, and then being like, "Oh no, <laughs> we surrender. We're dead now." <laughs> yeah. It's like sweet. So, such a good, such a good superhero. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it more time. Um, and you know, because I haven't really delved into like the story of the game and like getting through like the actual plot and stuff. Because I think like when you get to the fights, I'm like, oh thank God, like the fights yeah. finally something to something to do that's not just flicking my wrist, you know? And it, because at that point, it's a real Pokemon game, and I think that's really the most frustrating part is that like all the components are there for this to just be a real Pokemon game. But they just it shows they they they, they chose not to do that. Well, because like they, they wanted to tie it into Pogo. Yeah, they wanted to tie it, like because so I'm sitting there kind of going like, ah, man, I really wish there were like kind of like I wish that like the Pikachu version was the Pokemon Go version and then the Eevee version was like the classic Pokemon version and you kind of had your choice of how you wanted to play through the that game. That would have been a really good idea. Yeah, that would have been more interesting to me. Um, and then, like, I, I know it has connectivity to Pokemon Go, but I didn't really play Pokemon Go, yes, so I'm sure people that are, like, really into Pokemon Go are probably enjoying this, um, but for me, like, I was more disappointed to find out that, like, it doesn't connect to, like, Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon mm-hmm. at all. Nope. In any way, because I knew that there was the, the new Pokemon in the game. They're like, find out the mystery of Meltan, the little, like, silver blob with the bolt on its head. But then I was like, oh, wait, I can't transfer that into, like, my actual Pokemon game? Like, oh, what's the point? Like, all my other Pokemon games, I've literally been moving Pokemon since playing, like, Pokemon uh, Gold and Silver. Like, moving them all the way up to this game. Like, I have some Pokemon in my Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon game that I've had for... 20 years now. Yeah, like, 20 fucking years at this point. Um and I'm uh, while I'm playing this one, I'm like, I feel like it's for nothing. Like, yeah, none of your Pokemon are backwards compatible. Right? Yeah, they're, they're like it's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't transfer like my Pokemon that I've been working on for so long into this game for decades at this point. No, you can't. And, like, sure, this I isn't can't... the end of the line, though. No, you're gonna get a mainline Pokemon. I know this is gonna year. be like, but is that one gonna connect to this I, one I, in any way, shape, or form? Well, the next one's supposed to be a mainline regular Pokemon game, so I assume you'll be able to transfer all of your Pokemon from your other ones because it's now a regular Pokemon game where this one is like the sequel to Pokemon Go. Almost. Yeah, but I'm wondering like, is there, is it going to be a way to transfer the Pokemon I get in this game I would into so. that one? I would think so. Because it's just a kind of, at this point, I've been playing these games for so long that I, like, the, the fact that there's no connection feels like... Yeah, it feels like you're starting over. Yeah, it's starting f- like completely fresh, and I'm like, I can't do that after spending. Well, because you don't play years. Pokemon Go. 
True. Yes, that's the thing. If you played Pokemon Go, you'd have a whole roster of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what I keep thinking. Like, I, I'm playing this, and I'm not thinking, like, this game isn't bad. This game's just not for me. Yeah. This yeah. game is for Pokemon Go players, not Pokemon players. It's fair. Yeah. So, it's just, for me, it's just, kind of like, it's dull. It's boring. It's uninteresting. Do you think this will be able to tide you over until next year when the regular Pokemon game comes out, or you're not going to be playing this for that long? Yeah, I'm you're not going to be, be playing this for very long. <laughs> uh, like I, the whole time I was playing it last night, I was thinking to myself, like I could be playing Red Dead instead of this right now. Like I said, I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to try it some more. But as of right now, yeah, I'm just kind of. Eh. So if they if they came out and they're like, we've added a new mode that lets you play like classic Pokemon, I would be stoked. Uh, all right, there you go. Yeah. I think, uh, like the only thing, and I guess one of the other things that I, I don't like about it is like it. I mean, it looks it looks good, but com- even compared to the DS games, in terms of like uh, aesthetic and like design, and uh, you know, obviously the DS games don't look as good as the Switch games can be. You know, they're more jaggy and just pixelated and stuff than the the more HD version of that one. But like. The worlds in the other uh, the DS games have a lot more character to them. Mm. These are very like they look. It looks pretty but bland. There's not a lot going on. Not a lot of NPCs or. No, it's just it's it's very toned down. Mm. Like the in the other one and like if you play Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon or Sun and Moon or any of the the newer ones, there's a lot more going on in the world around you. Whereas this one. I mean, maybe it's just because it's a remake of the first game, so they don't really have much in terms of working with and, like, creating newness to the world. They're kind of just basing off the old stuff. Uh, I'm just like, the world looks kind of dull. Because there's just, I mean, it's just like, yeah, there's just, there's a house there and there's trees there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's kind of like how the first one was anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just basing off of that. So, I don't know if they can exactly, like, you know, take a lot of liberties with the design of the world at that point because they are basing off something original. But, I mean, just comparative to, like, Pokemon Sun and Moon, this just feels very, very toned down. Well, maybe by the time they get to Let's Go Sun or Let's Go Moon, they'll be really excited to play <laughs> Let's Go game. Moon. It's a completely <laughs> different moon. game. Let's Go Moon. Yeah. Keep your but, pants on. Eh, I mean, like, as a, as a hardcore, decade-long Pokemon fan, it's disappointed, but... It's not for me. I, I, it, that is, this game's clearly not being designed for the people that have been playing the games for 20 years. No, it is. It is. Like... It's just for the people who also play Pokemon Go. I think you're, like, you're probably in the very vast minority of people who love the shit out of the Pokemon games, but then don't play Pokemon Go. I, yeah, Possible. I agree. I think that most people who are diehard Pokemon players I, are playing Pokemon Go. Right. I, well, I thought of it more. It always seemed like it was people that didn't play Pokemon that were playing Pokemon Go. Well, they're playing it too. Yeah, but... the basis of this is Pokemon Go. But I, the like the there are more people who play the regular Pokemon that play Pokemon Go than you think. Hmm. So it's just you're you're, I mean, not, yeah, you're thinking of it as a, like I'm thinking of it as they're, everyone they're doing it like against me. you, <laughs> right? But they're not. Everyone thinks like me, and everybody that was like a hardcore Pokemon player picked up Pokemon Go and went like, "Oh, this isn't Pokemon," and then quickly well, they put did, it down. But then they that's went, what I did. See, they did, but then they nerded out over the fact that they were catching Pokemon in their like house and in their local park, and they just bonded over that. Well, and it, they keep adding stuff to it now. Yeah. Like there's challenges and the raids and all that stuff too. So mm. it's just you. You probably bowed out far too soon. You'd probably be more interested in interested in it if it all the stuff came out when it came out initially no no because he's doing that now with with let's go 
and it's, it's but he's not. Yeah, I just jumped have all the way to the newest stuff. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, I don't know how the two. Do compare. you have a little Pokeball, John? Because I do. I don't have a Switch, so get your shit out of here. Yeah, he also doesn't have hand cramps. He has a little ring on it. I see that. <laughs> you having fun over there? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, oh, yeah like Pikachu's hip getting dizzy. Like it's gonna start, start screaming. screaming yeah. <laughs> Help me! Yeah, that's why we don't allow you to bring your pets on the podcast. They just start screaming because of your mistreatment of them. I don't know why he did that last time. I don't know. Bro. You talk shit not. about it. It yeah. was not, though. Like, I'm shaking and doing stuff. You now. talk shit not about it. Anything. Yeah. Fuck you, Pikachu. Did he, he die? Oh, no. Probably. That was, that's, that's his death call. He's, he's retreating. Pick up! Yeah, he's retreated inside. <laughs> mm. He doesn't want to talk to you anymore. All right, did you play anything else? Uh, I, actually, I did. I actually played a phone game a little bit this week. You played a phone game? Yeah. Was yeah. it Pokemon Go? No, it wasn't. <laughs> surprise, um, surprise. Uh, shit, what's it called? Uh, there was a new Sega game that came out for the phone. Sega. Like an original Sega game or a game made by Sega for the phone? It's a game made by Sega for the phone. Uh, it's called Sega Heroes. It's a match three, like, jewel, okay. bejeweled type game. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's also got like fighting elements and stuff to it. So it's like Super Puzzle Fighter? Uh, kind of. It's like, uh, but it's all Sega characters. So it's like Sonic teaming up with Monkey Ball, teaming up with... Monkey Ball? Sure. They, they, uh, they have names. <laughs> I, I. There you go. I, I, the monkey from Monkey Ball. I would have just called it Monkey Ball. <laughs> Mr. Monkey Ball. Yeah, there it is. And like Strider and all that stuff. Um, and it's, it's kind of more like Puzzle Quest. Okay. Oh, that uh, sounds great. Where like uh, so what it is is you make a team of four characters. Each of the characters are like color coded. Who's on your team? Uh, right now, let me double check. Uh, how do I get to this? Uh, my team is. Uh, oops, I took him off my team. Oh. Um, some dude from Golden Axe, uh, Rouge the Bat, uh, another dude from Golden Axe, uh, and Knuckles. Okay. Uh, and like each of the characters are color coded. Um, so there's uh, green gem, blue gem, yellow gems, and red gems. Mm. And when you match the colored gems, that character attacks gotcha. the, like, the opponents. So like you're matching all the colors, and then they continue to fight like while you're doing it. Um, so it's like, see, they're running across the top of the screen. <laughs> they're so all silly. like lined up there. That's so silly. And, yeah. then you, and then you match the gems, and then when you match the gems, that character attacks, and like you just go through and like beat up people by okay. matching the gems. They have a Pacific Rim game that's like that that i would played a shitload of as well where so is it like, match three you could use your like and he runs over and attacks oh cool so it's yeah it's like a turn-based yeah it's like a turn-based thing yeah it's, just it's puzzle fighter or not puzzle fighter puzzle, uh, quest. puzzle quests but then like they build up stats and like you there's know, a you marvel do one too attacks and stuff with it yeah, yeah. it's very standard and thing. The, the the wrestling one is the same thing as yeah well. i yeah. mean it's, it's nothing super complex like you said there's a hundred games like this out there yeah. right now but, but you just like the sega characters i it just came out like i literally like it, i opened up a thing that said like sega releases new like mastery puzzle game and i was like i like puzzle games so like it it came out on thursday i think so I downloaded it and started playing it. And, I mean, yeah, it's just a mastery. Like, the fighting feels like it doesn't really matter at all. Because, in the end, like, you're... I, I haven't lost or, like, had a character get beat up or anything at this point. Because, like, I just keep matching stuff and my guys just kick the shit out of everybody. Nice. So, uh, I, like, I, maybe it'll get harder. But, like, there's no kind of... I'm barely paying attention to the top of the screen half the time when I'm playing. Oh, Yeah. Because yeah, you're just looking. I'm at just match. looking. I'm just yeah. matching stuff, not even really thinking about what's going on up there. Um, but eh, it it was free. <laughs> yeah, might as well try it. Yeah, 
So yeah, I mean, I like you know I like puzzle games. I like Tetris and Bejeweled and stuff like that. So it was a good way to like kill time at work. Nice. Yeah. What about you, John? What did you play this week? I played more Dead Cells. How's it going for you? Getting better at it. Nice. I got to the final boss finally. Remember, I said that like I had a game on pause last week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I went home and I like finished uh, like playing that game and got to the final boss with that build. Uh, I got like sixty percent of the health down on the final boss before I died. Um, but like now I know that like this is a build to go for and like going to continue doing it. But um, recently they announced that they're going to be doing some big updates to the game. Oh it, really? I know and this that. is the first update for the game. Uh, like this is the 1.1 update. But all of the things that they're saying sound really terrible for me. <laughs> um, like what? So like and it, this probably makes it more sense to Joe. But like um, Frost Blast don't, won't freeze enemies for oh, like dude, a long time the best fucking thing yeah and they're like it's it's the best weapon for people starting the game yeah um so i can understand what frost blast is without having played the game no no, no but like <laughs> i get i get the idea of it well I, the, that was the, just the first example gotcha um like the the swarm bomb uh has a shorter duration on it uh if you use the yellow um mutif- mutator the thing that lets you die uh and then like get you know a second life uh, it locks that, so you the next time you go to get mutations again, you don't get another one back. Mm. So you can only use that. I mean, you can only use it once anyway, but it locks a slot away. Um, there was a like, there was a bunch of other stuff. So there, a lot of the stuff is like meant for people who have been playing it since it came out and who have beaten it a million times. There's like five different new game plus modes on it. Um, and it turns into like a speedrunner pretty much after that. Oh, cool. And so this is for all of those people, but like I haven't even beat it the first time yet. And so all of the stuff that they're doing, they're like making enemies harder now. Um, like the enemies scaled with you as you went along, which was decent because like you kind of felt like you were just doing the same amount of damage to everything as it went because you were getting better weapons as you go on. But now they're not going to scale, which means that the, all of the enemies at the end are going to be super fucking hard. So if you've been getting a build that's like more towards dropping turrets and stuff like that, like in sitting by the side, you're going to be sitting and waiting forever. You're just like drop a turret, wait for forever, because the enemies are not going to be scaled along with you. Um, you'd think if they were doing it to make it harder and like catering to people who have played it a bunch and beat it over and over and over again, that there'd be hopefully a way to not implement all those changes yeah like, let me play the og like starter version, mode because i haven't played this before why am i gonna make this extra difficult on this yeah and the, like the only thing i kept thinking of was like they're like oh it's in beta right now so like it's not actually out but the people who played it like you know are people who've played the game before say it makes it much more challenging it's like a newer game to them but yeah, all, of the, all the of the new, new players mode. yeah all of the new players like this sounds terrible to me like all of this the stuff they kept making um the only thing that sounded good was the the timed doors are going to be at the transition stages, so you don't actually have to go into the next level anymore to go into the time door, mm. which is nice. There's like doors that like we'll say you have like X amount of seconds to get yeah, here. Yeah, I remember those. Um, but you had to find them in the next level that you went into. So like you would go into a level, you'd finish that level. There's like a little time. There's a little uh, gateway in between where you'd like upgrade your your stuff and you know buy new weapons or whatever and then you would go into the next level then you'd have to find the door the next level usually it's around the same place but sometimes you get screwed and like you get locked into a room with a bunch of enemies and you're not going to get there in time so now they're moving those to the the door before so you don't actually have to go into the level which will be nice um 
Uh, so that was like the only real positive thing I saw about it. But a lot of the stuff, they're like, oh, we're twerking all these weapons that were super great to begin with. And uh, now they're going to be harder to get and they're going to be harder to kill enemies. And I'm like, okay. Sound... Hopefully those will be settings that you can tweak where it's like, do you want enemies to scale with you? Yes or no. Do you want the doors to be before or after the other door? We should just turn updates off. <laughs> That's what I was trying yeah, to think of. Honestly. Like, how can you just straight up turn updates off? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can turn auto updates off. Yeah. For any particular game. Yeah, I'm just gonna turn it off until I beat the game, and then maybe I'll like download yeah, the update beat the, for it. Beat the game you've been playing, and then start over. Yeah. yeah. Or at least until you find out whether or not it's a thing that can be turned off. Yeah. Like maybe there'll be a bunch of articles like, "Don't worry if you haven't played before. Like, you don't have to play with these changes." Yeah. Um, they're taking the. The scrolls you get, there's a certain amount of scrolls that randomly spawn in every level, and those upgrade one of your three skills. Mm-hmm. And those are going to be tapered down so that there's like more in the start and then less at the end, where they've kind of been the same throughout every level. Um, there was uh, the like uh, vampirism mutator is going to be a percentage instead of an HP per enemy now. Mm. So, like, you would kill an enemy, and you would get three HP back, and then anytime you put anything towards that scroll, uh, it would give you an extra, like, one HP. Um, so, I mean, it didn't really matter later on in the game, because you're fighting giant dudes anyway, and three HP is not going to matter when you have, you know, 20,000 or something. Um, but now it's going to be a percentage, but it's going to be, like, a point percentage. So it's oh, going to be like, oh, you get 0.1% of your health back. That sucks. Um, and the same thing with your, your vials. It's going to be a percentage as opposed to a, a set amount. So you, like it won't ever fill up your house. It's never going to be a hundred percent. It'll only be 30 or, you know, whatever max. So I was like, Oh, this sounds, none of this sounds good. No. I mean, it's cool that they're doing that for players that have been playing it and have gotten better at the game than the game. Itself. For sure. Um, but I, I have a hard time believing that'd be a thing they push on all players. Cause that, that sounds like it would really suck. Yeah. And there's no, there's no, um, date for when the update's coming. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, I, I have to go home and like fucking turn it off. It's happening right now. Because I was like thinking about that. I was like, I'm going to turn this on tomorrow. It's going to be like 1.1.0 up- update is there. Like, you're fucked. <laughs> Good luck beating this now. Yeah, that sounds awful. But I'm still enjoying the shit out of it. I, I have to turn that off because the updates. Because if once that comes, I think I'm probably never going to beat the game. Yeah, especially because it's nerfing the things that you like using. Yeah, yeah. Frostbolt. I like all... I didn't buy any other weapons because pretty much I just know that Frost Blast is going to be the best thing. And then you can, after you beat a certain boss, you can put cells, like your currency, into um, uh, a meter that says, like, uh, weapons that drop in the wild will be either a plus rank or a plus plus rank. And I, so I've just been, like, saving up all my cells until I get to there so that the stuff that drops will just be better versions of the things I have as opposed to buying new weapons. But if it's going to be like, oh, here's your double plus Frost Blast that sucks, like... Yeah. I've just put all of my cells into something that is terrible now. Yeah, it's essentially just screwed you for all the work that you've done thus far. Yeah. When? But uh, the like Black Friday sale is going on now, so I'm still deciding. I'll, I'll go home and buy one of these. I'm going to either buy Nier Automata, the like Xbox One version has the DLC and stuff that's mm-hmm. on sale, or NHL 19. They're both 30 bucks. So. I thought you had a physical copy of NHL 19. I have, an, I have a digital copy of 18. Oh, I thought you had 19 also. No. 19 just came out in September. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Right, I thought you bought it. Oh, day no, one. God. And that's, I have a hard time spending 60 bucks on a sports game when they make a new one every year. It's the same game every year, pretty yeah. much. I mean, this one has a lot of the, the rink, the three-on-three mode, or the that was cool. one-on-one-on-one mode. That mode was really cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of, like, uh, older 
players are in it now, so like you can play as Gretzky and stuff like that. That's cool. Um, they added like seven cool players. Uh, Patrick Waugh's in it now. Um, like so you can get those people for your actual team too. Um, and so like that sounds cool, but I don't, like I'm yeah, not gonna spend not 60, 60 bucks on it. So I might spend thirty dollars on it, but I'm only gonna buy one of the two because I'm trying to save up money for a new apartment. Yeah, the uh, the Black Friday sale started in the PlayStation Store, and I went through and like almost bought a bunch of stuff. I bought a bunch of stuff on the Xbox. So I gotta go through and look through the PlayStation stuff. Yeah, it was all the normal things that you see on a Black Friday sale. So like I'm probably gonna pick up WWE. I'm debating if I want to buy it for thirty or buy the deluxe for forty five with like all the extra wrestlers or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's um, not bad. No, like the uh, the gold edition of the fractured butthole is only twenty bucks, and I never got the season pass. Yeah, I bought the gold edition when it came out because that was the one that we like pre-ordered it. You got the copy of Stick of Truth, also. Oh yeah, no, that was for everything. Any anything that you did. Oh, was it? it? I yeah. think I did. Okay, I probably just got it just because I usually buy the gold editions of yeah. stuff. Yeah, see, I did. And then I never play any of the DLC. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, but now that but since I beat that game, like I do want to play that DLC. And I feel like twenty bucks is worth it for the DLC mm. uh, when the season pass is normally like thirty or forty. So I'll probably go through and get that as well. I always buy like um, stuff that I have like physically, but that went down like super cheap. Yeah. Just to like, so I don't have to switch swap the disc out anymore. So like, Joe's lazy. Yeah, I'm super, lazy too. I'm super lazy. Yeah, no. So like, I, uh, I I bought a bunch of like the the Lego games because they all went down to like five yeah. bucks. So I was just like, eh, I'll buy like Marvel versus or Marvel Lego Marvel two for five bucks, Jurassic Park for five bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, just just not have to like swap them out. Yeah, Spec Ops super cheap and yeah. Um, I bought uh, Spec Ops was only an Xbox game, wasn't it? Xbox no. 360. Was that on PS3? PS3? Yeah, that was on yeah, PS3. You, have you ever played it? Maybe. It's so good. Know. It's it's really good. It, like, it's a phenomenal story. Oh, wait. No, I do. I own it. It was a PlayStation Plus game. It was? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, yeah. if you didn't play it, you should play it. Yeah, I mean, it's like recommend. four years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I bought Red Dead Redemption 1 digitally just mm. to like not just have to swap out the disc. Yeah. I had the disc, but I was just like, eh, it's... It's yeah. eight bucks. Yeah. Like fuck it. Might as well. Um, and I bought um, Immortal Unchained, which I wanted to give it a try. Oh, I was thinking about buying that because it was only twenty five bucks. Yeah, uh, which is Gun Souls, it's Dark Souls mm. with guns. So I was like, yeah. I, like I, I didn't hear much about it when it came out, so I'm like, that probably means it's terrible. But fuck it, I'll give it a try. It looks <laughs> like a good game. It just flew under. Yeah, it flew under everyone's radar. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's paying attention. It I mean, like it's, it was human. it was like that with the surge. I really like the surge that like kind of flew under everyone's radar yeah, when I didn't it came out. Anything about that except from you? Yeah. So I'll give it a try. That'll, that'll be my game to talk about next week. Nice. Did you play anything new? Uh, I took your guys' lead from last week and went through and played uh, some VR games. Busted out the headset this week. Uh, I played Tetris Effect, which mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. Did uh, you sit down when you're playing it? Yeah. Yeah. I would like any game that I would play with the controller and VR. I sit down. Yeah. Because standing, it's not... You're just wasting energy. Well, there's no point to it. Yeah. Like, standing is wasting energy, Joe? Yes. Well, in, in video game time, like... If, if you're just standing game, there doing nothing, just fucking sit. <laughs> yeah, like, part of it, you can look around a little bit, but I don't need to stand and move 360 to play Tetris Effect. Yeah, you don't need to really look around. Board, yeah, this is what I was saying last week. You're, well, like, you're I like staring at the board. I was looking at other stuff, too. Like, especially in between the dolphins. Like, beat a level or whatever. Yeah, like watching the dolphins swim past. Like, that stuff was really cool. Uh, I very much enjoyed that aspect of it. Uh, the music, I thought, was really cool. I yeah. really enjoyed that game. I don't think it's $40. Definitely but, not. Yeah. Um, 
Luckily, you didn't have to pay for it. That's right, I didn't have to pay. Some for other it. idiot paid forty dollars uh, for I'll, it. I'll throw you that five idiot's bucks. Joe. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're the idiot. I also played uh, Super Hot VR, which is awesome. Super yeah. um, hot. I found myself continuously like reacting to getting shot in the face, where I'm just like ah ah, and I'd be like like I remember one time I like turned. And there was a bullet coming at me, and like it was going like to my throat. And yeah, like, and you hold your neck. <laughs> I've done that too. Yeah. She's like, oh my god! Uh, I almost fell over trying to lean on cover. <laughs> the cover was not really there, uh, but it was like I was ducking down behind this like box or whatever, and I went to like lean up against it. And there was no box. And thankfully, I caught myself. But it was really cool. Like I found myself doing like no look picking up double guns oh yeah and, like going in all the directions like oh that, yeah that, that part was really you cool. feel like fucking neo yeah it's very much like a john wick game and i'm very i, I like that one because when i saw the when i watched the john wick movies when they came out i was like man i want there to be like a game for this because this is cool yeah and there aren't a lot of like gun foo games stranglehold like, oh, is yeah, the only one like, i'm not gonna bust <laughs> out my ps3 to play stranglehold uh so this was this was very cool i very much enjoyed how far did you get not very far uh, I think I got to the helicopter just crashed on me. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so there was a level that like Joe did really well in, and then after that, he couldn't do very well at all. Couldn't figure out how to throw things. Yeah, just... oh, it, throwing things is tough. Like when it came to the John, niche, can do it fine. Yeah, I, can't I could do it at I all. Had no well, you have to like press the home button on the not the home button, but like the move button the, at the top yeah. to drop things. So you have to like do it at the same time. I don't know. I'm not good at I couldn't things. get the timing at all. I yeah, would just Joe throw just everything at my feet. Yeah, thrown it at the ground. Because there was one where I kept trying to throw, like I was standing behind a bar and the guy's like right in front of you with a gun and you can reach down for the Uzi, but I wanted to just like quickly grab a cup and throw it in his face. But <laughs> yeah. I was just like, hold it in front of his face and then just drop, drop it. it. <laughs> and then he'd shoot. It's like, yeah, that's, a, that's the... That's what would happen in real life. Yeah, exactly. 100% the reaction I expected. I don't know why I tried. I don't know why I thought that would work. You got to the building, though, where it was like, look down. No. No? No, that's at the end of that part. Oh, you're like on the roof with the helicopter. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, no. So the helicopter just like came at me, and that was the end of that particular level. And I was like, oh, I'm good for right now. Because I don't play it for long periods. I mean, you could play it in one sitting. Joe and I it's played it in two. I'm good, but I'm not good at it. That's the problem. Uh, I kept getting shot because I forget. Like, I'm not used to the timing mechanic of time moves when I move. Yeah. So, like, I find myself thinking I have more, like, time to do stuff, and mm-hmm. I don't because I'm not paying attention fully, so... I would constantly forget that shooting also advanced time, not just moving. Well, I knew as soon as I picked up a gun, like, I'd hear the gun click into my hand uh, if I wasn't looking at it, and then they'd all shoot. I'd be like, oh, they heard me pick up a gun, and they, they shot. So now I have <laughs> to dodge, like, 17 bullets while I'm also trying to fire and hit. And... I don't know. I'm still going to keep with it, though. It's pretty fun. It's a it's a bit difficult, more difficult than the the console version because moving your head also advances time. But mm-hmm. in the other one, as long as you don't move forward or physically move your like limbs or anything like that, moving your head doesn't move time. Because you actually can walk around in the like the regular version. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas um, this one in the VR one, you just stand still. Yeah. So well, any... you can't move. It's just you're limited by the range of the light bar sensors. Like I can still walk forward and backwards and side to side and stuff, but. Wait, really? Uh, yeah. I mean, we weren't, we, we weren't moving at all because we didn't have the space to move. I was playing move. in a very tiny, like, you're standing in the tiny corner, you had nowhere to move. I didn't realize you could actually walk around the level. I'm, well, I'm pretty sure. Like, again, I was playing in my room, so I didn't have a lot of space either, but more space than you were working with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was, like, moving to get behind other cover and stuff. Huh. Maybe that's why I remember we got to the level where the, the trunk was open. I couldn't see into the trunk, and I was just like, how the hell are you going <laughs> to see in the trunk? Yeah, you were supposed, you to, you're supposed to step back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Well, because it says that you need a, a big amount of space to be able to do it, so... Well, we don't listen to stuff. No. Well, I, in a couple of weeks when Beat Saber comes out, you guys will come over. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, and then we'll, we'll set it up downstairs. That's this week. Is it this week? Yeah, so 20th. it's Tuesday or something. Oh, I thought it was the 27th. Nope, 20th. Oh, sick. Yeah. All right, yeah. so next weekend. Mm-hmm. Come over, we'll set it up downstairs, we'll move the table out of the way, we'll do like a full-on... Look like an idiot punching the air, making music. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> it'll, be a, it'll be a whole big time. We'll all be secretly filming each other. Yeah. <laughs> Not secretly. I'm going to let you laugh know. at each other. Yeah. I so, did that when you came over and we played VR stuff. So uh-huh. when the PlayStation God, I came I'm out. I'm so mad I wasn't filming you when you were like freaking out every time the fucking bugs came near like you. bugs. <laughs> <laughs> things, like things Adam doesn't like. Yeah. Bugs, bugs and burping. Yeah, giant don't, bugs. Yeah, don't like Not giant good. Bugs. No. That, come at your, like, flying at your face? No, thank you. <laughs> so when the, the PlayStation I, the, for the one for the PS3 initially came out, Joe bought it and then covertly set it up and recorded, like, me and Joe and, like, a bunch of our friends just fucking hanging around. Like, I was just, like, playing something on the DS, but I was, like, voice acting the whole thing while they were, like, doing other stuff. And he filmed and then, it all in 480p. And then, yep. and then he just, he was, like, you know, he finished the game he was playing, just switched over to the PlayStation, just hit play. <laughs> it, just started, it just started playing on the TV, just all of a sudden footage of everyone just sitting around shit talking like started playing and i was like we're a bunch of idiots <laughs> yep. so, like at the time it doesn't seem as dumb but when you watch like watch it all back you're like oh man we're stupid yeah it's also illegal to record people without their knowledge in state. he was in his own house oh, shit. so is, it, is this a one-party state two-party yeah. state i think it's a two-party state but yeah. you were in your own house so you doesn't, can record anything matter. in your own house it's not a two-party state really you have, yeah you have to have permission from all parties on the recording to record somebody well I'm going to jail. See you guys. Bye. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that was. I had to give you permission to record this. Yeah, you did. Damn it! You walked into the house for a recording. You session. also invo- You also introduced yourself. Yeah. Damn it! I threw to you, and you said. I thought we were just having show. a conversation. Yeah, that microphone in front of your face says otherwise. Oh. Um, but yeah, that was it for what we played this week. So we're going to jump right into the news. And like I said, there was a lot of news this week. Uh, right off the top, I think the biggest piece of news is confirmation from Sony themselves that they will be skipping out on E3 2019 completely. Not just they're not doing a presser, they're not doing a, uh, you know, something in a theater. It's not just that they're not doing that. They're not going to have their booth. They're not going to have a presence. They're not going to set up shop across the street and have their own mini thing. They're not participating in the time of the year that is E3 this year. How do you guys feel about that? It's pretty crazy, actually. I like when I first saw that, I kind of had to go like, Wait, am I reading this wrong? Like. Or there's got to be some sort of like Something's fine text here, here where it's like, we're not participating, but we'll be there still. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I assumed when I first saw it. I was like, oh, they're not participating because they're not doing a theater show or they're not like, they're still going to have their booth and they're still going to like, they'll be across the street. They'll be doing their own thing. They'll be doing a, you know, a treehouse styled something or other somewhere else. So did they, they confirm that they're not even doing that? Like they're not yeah, even they're not have, doing They're anything. not going to have any, yeah, say, like even a treehouse style or a... Nope. Nintendo Direct style PlayStation thing. Nope, they said they were, we are not like putting out anything around the time of E3. Wow, yeah, yeah. that pretty fucking crazy at this point. Crazy, but also like, yeah, <laughs> I kind of understand. Well, I mean, was... we complained about E3 when it was on anyway. I mean, we did mostly complaining about it, where we we're just like, why do we need this giant venue to? I mean, there was a lot of trailers that were cool, but like, they you could just air these. Yeah, like it doesn't yeah. have to be any. We don't need to physically be. I mean, we're not going there, but people are. Like, people don't need physically need to be there to experience this stuff. Well, they are because they, they get to play the games. Like the people that go get to play all these games that get announced, and like they have demos on the show floor, and so it's cool for that. But it's just I think we've reached a point technology wise where this seems 
like redundant at this point. Like it seems archaic that, that we would have these events really because I mean, okay, so uh, you can just mail out copies of the games to reviewers that you want to. have. You don't even need a store. You can just put them out for everybody. Yeah, like yeah. you don't like. I mean, YouTube has made this stuff completely pointless. Because there's, you know, especially when you consider Sony's last year's E3 thing, where they had like three stages set up and they yeah, had musical numbers and they were like all, you know, intricately designed and you had all this stuff going on and rose petals falling from the sky and all this stuff. And I'm like, honestly, like they could have just showed this trailer on YouTube and it would have had the exact same impact. Like, then they wouldn't have had to have wasted all this money to build this whole thing. Because, I mean, 99.9% of the people that are seeing this are just watching it on YouTube anyways. Right. Like, this is all being done just for the people in the audience. And they're not all that important anymore. Like, the internet does everything for that. Like, I mean, the truth be told is, like, any any generic YouTuber has a bigger impact than most website, news site reviews kind of thing. I wouldn't necessarily say that. There's a hand... I mean, there's... a large portion of games media that are bigger than any you like one youtuber because even the biggest youtubers like chances are i'm not gonna know who they are because i don't watch youtube all that much but i like go to but that, IG i mean that's true but that's you but like I, you get you know markiplier to play a game and who <laughs> you don't know him but no he has 40 million like followers on youtube that do know him you know so it's the kind of thing where like there's you know oh so many of you but there's a lot more people that will watch his stuff Media doesn't need to be a physical, like, platform as, like, you don't need to hear from IGN. Like, word of mouth is YouTube these days. Like, YouTube and Twitch kind of, I mean, you know, it's it's one thing, I I get what you're saying, like, you don't watch YouTube and Twitch, but a lot more people watch YouTube and Twitch than will ever read anything on IGN. Like, I'd like to see, like, the metrics of, like, how many people will read an IGN article versus how many people will watch half a dozen YouTubers that just, like, talk about it. But see, that's the thing. That's one website. Whereas, like, the thing about E3 that I, that I think you guys have to realize is that it's not just for gamers. Like, it's for people that play games but aren't, like, tied into YouTube and even, you know, gaming websites. These are people who read the USA Today and find out about what went on in E3 from USA Today or, you know, the Washington Post or whatever, like, legitimate news things. Because that's what E3 does is it permeates the, the gaming space of news to actual news places, like... The CNN will cover E3 because that's the biggest gaming. Thing I get of the year. that, but so that's how my you point get is your like news out to people that aren't. Just you know, my I'm us. still but like my point is like I, I'd like to see the metrics of how many people will read a CNN article versus how many people will watch a YouTube video. But that's the thing. I'm you sure that it's a lot more people will watch a YouTube video Correct. than a CNN article. But, uh, yeah, but then you have to take the CNN article, the USA Today article, the IGN article, the Kotaku article. You have to add up all of the news articles covering this. And that'll be more than the one YouTuber. Yeah, but I'm, you're also at that point though. Like, add all that up versus like a hundred YouTubers. You know, just because I'm not saying like j- you know just Markiplier. There's still hundreds of other YouTubers that are also getting millions of views yeah, boogie, on stuff. Rooster yeah. Teeth. Yeah, but but yeah, yeah, you watch a Rooster Teeth video. You watch a, a Boogie video. Mean... You watch a PewDiePie video. You watch a Markiplier video. You watch half a dozen no, other smaller saying, people. But views and that, don't mean people. They just mean views. You can watch a video ten times. That's one person watching sure. a video ten times. So like views aren't even necessarily indicative of the number of people watching it. Because it could be, hey, I watched it, and then, hey, I watched it again. It's the same with clicks on a 
like oh, I know. an article. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Know. That's why I don't think the I go back and I look thing. at an article like four or five times when I look at an article, yeah. you know, prepping for this show. But that's why I'm saying that looking at the number of people who read an article and the number of people who watch a YouTube video is indicative of the impact of what an E3 press conference or E3 as a whole does for getting news out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it's completely pointless to have news articles or websites. I, I do all my like reading and stuff on websites and stuff. I'm just saying... I'm sure that when you look at the metrics, like YouTube makes up 90% of how news spreads versus like a standard video game website, I would imagine. So like to to me, like, you know, I I think that's why Nintendo was just like, you know what, like, fuck it. Because like Nintendo used to have press conferences and they would send stuff out and stuff. And then they said like, you know what, we could just go directly to the fans and it'll have a much you know, faster reach than having to just deal with websites and stuff. I mean, even, you know, Bethesda, like, stopped sending uh, stuff out to websites, and they just kind of directly go out instead of, like, going through uh, websites at this point. Yeah, but even they have a press conference. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, press, well, I mean, they're doing that now, but how for how long? Like, how long do they need to bother? Because, oh, like I, I said, like... They only started a couple years ago, so... Yeah, but I mean that was before stuff really started taking off. Like that's when that was the way to do it. Like how long until they're like, why are we wasting this money renting out, you know, a, a thing and putting on a show and like building stages and stuff? No, how long ago was Fallout Four? That was the first year they did their own show. ID Three. That was the first year they had a press conference. Was that three years ago? I feel like they've got to have been doing it a lot longer than three years. No, I think that was the first one because it was the first time that it was something on Sunday. Because normally it used to be like everything started on Monday. And then Nintendo was Tuesday, and then all of a sudden Sunday was the Fallout 4 announcement where everyone's like, wait, what? Yeah, I mean, I could have sworn they've been doing them a lot longer than that, but maybe I'm just thinking... Sworn, of... They might have done it like way back in the day and then brought it back for that. So they've only been doing conferences again, we'll say, for a couple of years now. Yeah, possibly, but once again, like, I mean... And it's not... I'm not saying, like, you know, obviously a lot of the stuff is... You know, Nintendo puts on a thing and then everyone writes their articles yeah. about it. You know, and they can still do that with this stuff. I'm just talking about, like, from the point of, like, actually them having to go directly to them or just putting the stuff out and then letting them write the stuff. You know, like, you know, back in the day, it used to be, like, you would have to reach out to the websites to get your article written. Like, you would have to go to Game Informer and be like, hey, we have a game coming out. Like, you need to, you know, talk about it. And they don't really need to do that anymore. They can just put it out and then everyone can just run with that at this point True. there's really no point in having to like fly all of these people out to this one place to do it when you could just put it out yeah and then you and then the articles are going to get written anyways but they're not doing anything that's the big thing here is that they're not doing anything that's the big i'm just saying like in terms of yeah gonna have some sort of they're not physically doing anything at this point but they are going to announce stuff at some point but also, I'm just saying it just seems like we we're at the point where these kind of events aren't needed anymore because the internet is a much easier and faster way to yeah. do it. And yeah. that, I mean, we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with PSX not being a thing anymore yeah. either. So now they're just, they have no physical game conference presence. They're just going to do it strictly through the internet. And like, it'll, well, we don't it'll, know that. That's, 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 I mean, that's my doing. conjecture though. I, I mean, I'm not even saying like you need to have like a Nintendo direct at this point. Just, you know, every once in a while there's like, Hey, like, you know, we have a game ready. Just, just put a YouTube video out and it's out there. No, see, my thing is, I don't think they have anything to show. I think that's why they're skipping everything, is because they have nothing. I think they have stuff, it's just they're not ready to show it yet. 
See, I, they, or it's not they, worthy of being shown. No, I think it's they have a bunch of stuff that they're working for PS5. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Right, so it's not ready to be shown. For PS5, but the PS5 is ready to be shown. Right. No. So they're they're not skipping they, out on E3 forever. This is a one year thing because they have nothing going on. That's I what think, you're thinking. I think yeah. at this point, okay. uh, they're not going to bother with E3 from this point onward. I'm ag- I'm agreeing with, with Joe. I think that like they probably are like, well, we don't need to be there. Like I think they can if they ever need to like in the middle of you know june or something they can just be like put out on twitter like big playstation announcement and then everyone on the internet will see that and that'll spread everywhere and then they'll next day they'll be like you know check our check our youtube channel and everyone will check that youtube channel and they'll just have a video that unveils the playstation 5 and then you know yeah. You don't. You don't have to have an event. Like you don't have to have a big thing. You don't have to have a big showing. You don't have to have a stage. You don't well, have you to have do, presenters. You have to, get, you have to give people hands-on time with your stuff. You can't just have everything be youth, like YouTube. You have to give people hands-on time with your stuff. Because that, like, some YouTuber playing it is not the same as me being able to go to E3 if I wanted to and being able to play a game. It's the same thing. Like I went to PAX and was playing games and got more excited for games because I went hands-on with them than if anybody showed me a trailer for it. I like I. I think come 2020 E3, Sony's going to be there doing the biggest thing you've ever seen them do because they're going to have the PS5 either a year away or coming out in six months from E3 2020. They'll probably have their own little PSX-style event next year to unveil it, maybe. Or maybe in the spring they'll have an event to unveil it where they invite press and they go, here it is, here's the box, here's the graphics, here's all the things. But at E3, they're going to have to be showing you all the launch games for PS5, all the cool things it can do. Like, I think this is just a one-year stopgap because they don't have anything to show. Because they've already announced Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding and Last of Us 2, and those are all coming out within the next year, year and a half. And they've already showed way too much of all of them, except for Death Stranding, which I don't know if it's actually a game or not at this point. They've shown off way too much and not enough at the same time. Yeah. So I like, what would you even show of Last of Us that you would... Because you don't want to give away more of that story. No can't really show much more of Death Stranding without like ruining the mystery of is it fun? The answer is Or no. a game. <laughs> yeah, no. um, and Ghost of Tsushima's got to be coming out like right around the corner after that. So you don't need to have a new demo or a new video or whatever. You can just put that online at any time. Maybe. Uh, I think maybe, it's just they don't have anything. Maybe they're going to go at CES. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that would be a time where you would unveil a new console. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like. They don't need to go to a video game conference. Maybe they're trying to reach the like non-video game market, so they go to CES instead. Maybe. So that's that's a month and a half away, and I don't think they're ready for PS5 yet. I feel like maybe I, yeah, CES I don't. I don't know when CES is. Okay. It's January. It's the end of January. Oh yeah, they're not. They're definitely not feeling <laughs> no. anything. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing because obviously it's one of the big three not having a presence at the largest video game convention, uh, and it's all conjecture and things about what we think the reasons are, what it means for the industry as a whole, but certainly interesting enough and we'll see what it means for sony a lot of people are thinking it's just them going you know we won this generation we're just going to take a year off because i don't blame them and we're going to come back twice as confident with even more stuff and hopefully no boomerang controllers or giant crabs <laughs> boomerang <laughs> so, controllers are so great though yeah i don't know the, is the worst the, <laughs> the generation has seemed to flip-flop so we'll see what uh comes of this if, if xbox comes out on top with xbox Four or whatever the hell it next is at this box. point, the yeah, next, next box. box. Well, it seems, it seems to flip flop each uh, generation. It's interesting you bring up Xbox, Joe, because not only did they pounce on the fact that they're going to be at E3, 
uh, that they are working on a discless Xbox One, so not a next Xbox, uh, but a discless Xbox One uh, that will be available sometime soon uh, for $200 or less. It'll essentially be an Xbox One S, though probably with some other enhancements because you don't have to worry about power consumption from a disk drive, uh, and it'll be completely uh, digital games based. What do you guys think about that? It's bound to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'm glad it's destiny a, at this point that this will be the way that things go. But I'm glad it's a it's a uh, another console. Like when we were talking about this, That's not another console. That's... No, but, uh, it's a it's a separate thing. Like it's not the next box. Yeah, yeah. Because we were saying like when we were talking about uh, months ago the next Xbox coming out maybe being disc only because that's what the rumors were they were working on a disc uh, a discless console. Yeah. I was saying, give us the option to have both, because some people, like me, still like physical media. And have crappy internet. And have crappy internet. Um, so, this is a, the uh, toe in the water of the, will this be worth it? Um, it seems like an odd time to come out for one, since it's kind of at the end of its cycle anyway. Um, but given the price point, that's perfect. Like, people aren't going to want to spend a shitload of money on a uh, game system where they can't return games or, you know any of that stuff. Uh, but they are going to have some sort of disc trade-in systems to get you physical copies of, or uh, digital copies of games. So yeah. looks like it probably participating retailers at the very least. I think they mentioned it's probably the just the Microsoft store. Yeah. Uh, where you can bring your Xbox one games that you purchased the discs, trade in the discs for the code, which I think is really cool. Super cool. Is it like a one to one swap or is it going to oh, be I'm the kind sure. of thing? Cause they did that with like DVDs at one point where you could like bring in your DVD and trade it in for a, uh, like an ultraviolet, you know. Yeah, the Walmart but it was had like, a thing, but it was like you know five dollars more. You know, oh, you, you paid them like five dollars to get the ultraviolet code. You can do that through ultraviolet or now movies anyway, where it's like I think you pay two bucks or three bucks, and you just scan the barcode on your on your disc, and you can buy the digital copy for three dollars. Huh. Yeah, but these you don't actually physically trade in your disc. No, you still have that. So it's that's just... probably where the caveat is: is that they get the discs back so they can resell them. They give you a digital code because it doesn't cost them shit for a digital code. No. And now they have discs that they can put back on the market for some reason. Which is a pretty cool program, even if you don't have this discless Xbox. It's such a weird thing to say, discless Xbox. It's too many similar... <laughs> similar Consonants. Yeah, it's a tongue twister. Um, but that'd be something worthwhile, even if you don't have it, because it's like... Yeah, dude, we just... Joe just said he complained about yeah. buying games because he doesn't want to put the discs in. Yeah, just yeah. go trade all your discs in and be like, here you go, I want digital codes for all of these, yeah. please. Can I just have a digital copy of my copy of Monster Hunter save, Worlds? It's going to save you tens of dollars. Yes. <laughs> because you buy all of them super cheap. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, it's the most interested I've been in an Xbox, I guess, because it's cheap. And I don't need to worry about like the distance stuff. Will you buy an Xbox? No. Yeah, so it's not enough for you to. Well, no, because the problem is, is that I don't. Xbox doesn't really have a huge wealth of first-party games that I feel like I'm missing yeah. out on. There's no exclusives you're yeah, dying so, to play. Yeah. So all right, I'll Do just you play get, Forza. I guess, but I have Grand Halo. If I really want a gears, game. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not really big on those. Like, I guess I would play Halo if I had if I had Xbox. I would play you know, Halo honestly, in years, but I'm not like I need to play those games. Right? No, I'm, these are just like the only yeah. ones I'm, my, that I can think of. But that's the problem. Like, right? So there's, there's not a much. Full of Microsoft exclusives, three that we've named. That it would I don't uh, have access to. One of the things actually I think it would be pretty useful for um, would just be for um, if you wanted to play last gen games. Yeah. Just buy yeah, a digital copy not... of Xbox 360 games. If yeah. there's any 360 game you want to play that, you know, isn't available on PlayStation Now or whatever it is that that thing 
uh, you, know, just, you know, pull it up on the, that thing true. and play all yeah. your 360 games you, you want to play. You could buy it as just a strictly – Well, as a, a 360, you don't have to hunt down discs for, and games are going to be dirt cheap for anyway. True. We were I, just I, looking at the Splinter, Hell game, Splinter Cell games because I like want to go back and play those. Oddly enough, they're more money digitally than they are for the disc. But if this disc program worked, I could just go buy those and yeah. I mean, it's not stopping you from going and buying a disc at a GameStop for five dollars and going and getting the fifteen dollar value of yeah. the digital code at the Microsoft Store. <laughs> That's <next> true. Door. <laughs> Nothing really stopping you, I don't think. I wonder if that will carry over though, because if it's just strictly a code, the code's going to be the same regardless of whatever system you put it in. Yeah, that's what I was saying before. Like, it's great even if you don't buy this new one that you can just go and get digital yeah. games if you want them. No, that's super cool. It yeah. just kind of, like, occurred to me. That... <laughs> I was, you're, like, working through the math yourself, and I'm like, I don't get what you're saying. I thought we all just agreed this was a great John, idea. John, I thought you were I thought John's you were got a thinking. whiteboard. He's, like, drawing yeah. lines and things. He looks like the meme of Charlie where he's got, like, the... Pepe <laughs> Sylvia. The, the yarn Bird law. Yeah, it's just I like, got it. I figured it out. I know how to game the system now. <laughs> I know how to digital game the system. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that sounds. I like. I don't know how well tech like because I assume this would be testing the waters if not for the fact that the next Xbox is right around the corner. It'd be hard to pivot and be like, all right, take all the disc drives out that we had put in because <laughs> yeah. this thing sold really well. Um, but also maybe it's that rather than the Xbox Two S being disc based, maybe the next like slim down version is yeah the, the next box is just a slim version that has no disc drive in it at all yeah so like the next one will be a standard console it has a disc drive it has all sure. the normal stuff and then in a year and a half or two years when the next slim iteration comes out that's the one or maybe they'll just both look them at the same time and they'll give you your option that's what i'm hoping happens possible you know because you'll, like, hey, you'll you get buy... the discless one and i'll yeah, buy the disc yeah, drive I mean, how, you know they usually when systems come out they'll be like you know, back in the days where they'd be like, here's the 500 gig model and the one terabyte model, you yeah. know? So the last, the, this current console generation didn't have that. There's just the one. Xbox yeah, but one like, S. yeah, yeah. The, but the last generation is, you know, yeah. they had like the cheaper model versus the newer model. Well, the 60 like, gig versus the 20 gig and the... Yeah, the, the one that didn't come with the hard, just came with the 4 gig memory card and not a hard drive, but yeah. the, like the Xbox 360 generation. Yeah. Yeah, just put out like the, you know, I'm, I'm assuming they're probably going to be more expensive, but put out like the $500 model versus the $300 discless model. Yeah. Which is like, like same, like launch day. I would buy the discless one, honestly. Especially with no places giving uh, physical game deals anymore. Mm -hmm. Probably just go digital. Yeah, I mean, I'm at the point where once my Xbox, or I mean, my Best Buy card like expires and I no longer get discounts. Yeah, uh, I mean, I still trade in stuff if they come out with some sort of like trade in oh, see, I system. Don't trade in ever, so I trade in stuff all the time. I don't I keep my things. Mm. I've uh, traded in stuff recently, but I don't frequently do it. I, like I have certain stuff that I collect that like I don't trade in. Like but at I don't that point, you can just keep the box. True. Not yeah. Deal. Like I still have like even though I have digital versions of all the Lego games, I still have the physical versions as well, just because I have like. Lots of Lego stuff. Well, stop trading in your stuff now because if things are going to be rare and hard to find, event when it goes all digital, your yeah. discs gonna yeah, be, when, are going to be worth money. Media is like a, a thing of the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, Although, it's if it's true. like anything, we'll start having discs ten years later because now cassette tapes and VHSs are popular again. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping they'll at least do a kind of thing where, like, because <clears throat> you know how like. One of the reasons they'd never really gone this way is because, like, GameStop was always like, if you do this, we won't sell it. Because yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, GameStop it, doesn't get, like, it's not a viable... Well, like, Microsoft has their own stores. 
Oh, no. Like, well, you can just sell it on the Microsoft website. Like, you don't need places like GameStop or Best Buy to carry your product if you really don't want to. Well, I was just thinking, like, hopefully, as a person who does, like, I, I, I am of two minds of, I'm lazy and I just want to be able to load up the game and not have to switch the disc. But also, I like having a thing like a physical thing to go along with it. Yeah. I would like hope that they would just kind of do the thing where like they would sell a box with the code in it. Like Cuphead. Like Cuphead did, yeah. Or, or uh, Shovel, PUBG did. Shovel Knight initially did. PUBG did it as well. Yeah. Like you just buy a box with the code in it so at least you have a thing to like put up there saying like, I own this. Possible. I would hope that they would do something like that. At least for a little while. Hell for all those retail employees that have to explain to grandma that no, there's nothing in the box. That's why it's so light. Your son has to have this thing and make sure it's the one that doesn't take discs because that's all this is. That's, I had to do that with Minecraft when Minecraft initially oh, yeah. came out. Yeah. I was just like... It's a code and a receipt. Yeah, it's just, there's, just, there's no... Well, they had a physical box that had just the code in it. Oh, Terraria was like, the same thing. And yeah. I was like, I was like, no, you have to have an internet connection. And they're like, why? And I'm like, because there's nothing in the box. In the box. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. But yeah, I, I'm excited to see what it means for the future. Because it's definitely a step in a different direction. I want to see how big it is. Yeah. Like if it's just like a tiny little... That'd be cool. Set top thing. Like a a Mac Mini or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just has to have a hard drive in it. Yeah. That's pretty much all you need. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Again, this is still a rumor right now, I believe, right? It's not confirmed? No one's confirmed it, but a lot of people said, like, we know it's coming. Yeah. It's very much like the the two-year pricing plan thing where, like, everyone said it was a rumor and then three days later. But there's no presser. Yeah. Um, So, you know, maybe this week or next week we'll get more information. They probably don't want to bite into their Black Friday sales by being like, guess what? There's a new console coming in six months. Also, they, like, the way it was said, like, they were using code names for, like, launch cycles and stuff. So mm-hmm. they said, like, oh, it's coming out during, I don't remember the exact wording, but, uh, like, it's coming out during this code names version of, like, this console family's lifetime, not the next one, which has a different code name. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see what it comes. I'm also intrigued by the size. I think it would be cool if it's just a small. Size doesn't matter. Like, eventually, they're going to be, like, the... Um... Like, the Switch will be the biggest console that you have. Yeah, probably. Well, but, I mean... Like, eventually, like... it's going to be, like, uh, the like Apple Fire Sticks. You just, like, yeah. well, plug that's into the USB your TV, and bam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the PS TV was, like, this big. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it just looked like a portable hard drive. Mm-hmm. I had one of those. It was garbage. <laughs> I was going to buy one because I was like, oh, you can play all your Vita games on your TV. And then it was like, no, it was like 30% of them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck that. Well, because a bunch of them had touchscreen function. Yeah. Just silly. Well, I, I got it for like 40 bucks or whatever. Well, that's I was going to buy them when they stopped. To make, they, they said like, we're stopped making them. So they're all on sale. And then they're like, also, you need to buy a DualShock controller. So the controller at this point is more money than the console. Because the consoles were 20 bucks at a point. Yeah. Well, I already had one. Like, and you already had one. I didn't have one. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to spend $60 on a controller to play my $20 console. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I just wanted to touch on something. This is the thing I remember seeing. Joe um, likes touching. Going back to that. Uh, I saw a thing where they updated the patent for the PS4 controllers that now they has like a, a touch screen a on it. A touch screen on it. Yeah. Did you see that article? No. Sounds awful though. Yeah. So well, yeah, I mean, there was, a, there a was updated patent filed sensor. for PS4 controllers that will now have like a touch screen on it. Ugh. So they're, they're trying to dip into the, the Switch market? Something like that. That's silly. Especially so close to the end of the life cycle. It doesn't make any sense. Also, uh, maybe it's preparation for what's going to be in the next cycle. Maybe. Like, you know, get people used to it now. Being like, hey, we don't ever know what the next controller's going to look like. We're going to touch screen. Imagine, what you need that for? I mean, I I don't know exactly how big it would be. Maybe it would just be like, a, you know, kind of like the VMU of the Dreamcast. You know, just have like a little screen that would display some stuff on it. It would probably not be the size too of the touchpad. It. 
That's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. just replace the touchpad with a touch screen. I don't want that. Because that's also going to make my controller cost $50 more. Controllers well, yeah. are already expensive as they are. Not really. I, like, I'm surprised at how many times I go to the store and see PlayStation 4 controllers for, like, 35 bucks. I wish they were. They're I see them all the 60. time. Yeah, even on, like, Black Friday pricing, they're still, like, 40 oh, I see them on sale for, like, 35 40 bucks all the time. 40 bucks is the cheapest I see it. Like, I go to, like, Walmart every once in a while. You'll see controllers for dirt cheap. Huh. That's yeah. where I bought, when I bought the gunmetal one that you were talking about. Yeah. I just, like, walked into Walmart, and I was like, $38? All right. <laughs> so, yeah, 40 bucks. Yeah. Fair. All right. Uh, so, that's going to be it for the big stories. So, we'll jump right into the lightning round. Not lightning round for this week. Uh, first up on that, speaking of tiny consoles, uh, it was said this week by Reggie Fizeme of Nintendo of America... Uh, that they have no current plans, nor do they see a thing where it's in their future plans uh, to make an N64 classic. Are you guys as sad as me about that? But they're not ruling it out. Yeah. Well, that's just speak for whatever. Whatever, nerds. We're not doing it. But like, I guess maybe. Yeah. I can't say no legally. Yeah. I'm well, just saying it's yeah, not in our plans. Right. And if I say no, then you'll hate us and we'll buy other things. But if I say maybe, then you'll still love us because we're Nintendo. I think they're definitely doing it. I hope so. I think this... No, I, yeah. Sure I, just comes down. <laughs> no, no thoughts there. I think this is one of those things where they're like, no, we're not going to do it. Don't think about it. Maybe, but we're not going to do it. And then they're totally like printing them in the back room right now. Like the door opens up behind him and you see boxes of them behind him. <laughs> the, the guy like looks his head out and goes like, oh, and then ducks back in and the door closes. Fine. Joe's I mean, life is a cartoon. Yes. Yeah. That's how I picture the world. I mean, I want it really bad yeah i absolutely 100 percent would want one of those things mainly also because like there's nowhere you can really get n64 games i was talking about the reason i didn't want the playstation or i didn't care that much about the playstation mini because like there's still plenty of places i can go to play playstation one games if i wanted to or or, like any of those games most of the games like had been remastered or something like that or, or on some sort of collector's disc or something or or have just been ported to the ps4 at this point well, no, you, you can't know, play PS1 games on PS4. But games have been updated. Ported, like Final Fantasy ported. 7 yeah, is yeah, and yeah. 8 and yeah. 9 and all those are on PlayStation 4. Well, and you can get games. a Vita to play. Yeah, and you can PS1 get a Vita. Games. You can get other things. Yeah. There's tons of ways that if I really wanted to, I could play a PlayStation 1 game. So even the same with the Super Nintendo and Nintendo 64, or uh, the original Nintendo games. Like I can buy a new console that I can plug into the TV and play, like, you know, versions of those. Yeah. Um, but it's really hard to do that for Nintendo 64 games. Yeah, they don't make them. You're like, you know, there's no virtual console for the Nintendo 64 games. There's no oh, there usually... Wii and Wii U had N64 games. Did they? Yeah, because I played Mario Party 2 on, on Wii U. I don't remember them having Nintendo 64 games. Absolutely. No. Well, even at that point, like... Yeah, but it's a Wii U and 10 million people had a Wii U. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at that point, like, you know... Um, but I would much rather just have a thing where I could just plug it in. Same, because I also want to hack it and put all the wrestling games on it. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> right. Really, why I want it. I mean, this is the first one, too, of the three that have come out or about to come out where I had it and had a huge amount of games for them. Like, I had a Nintendo, but I only had a handful of games because I wasn't, like, I played games, but not the way I do now or the way I did even a few years later. The N64 was one where I had a ton of games that I collected over the years and would go back and buy and all kinds of things like that and i want to play those games again without busting out my n64 
So, uh, like, this would be the one I'm most anticipating, other than if they did like a, a Game, Game Boy, Boy one. Yeah. Did any of those, like, Retrons, did those play Nintendo 64 games? No, because yeah. we... I think so. I think they did, but it was only a select version, because remember we keep talking about how it was so hard to emulate that that's yeah. why they won't yeah. make it. Because that's what one. I was thinking, because the guy that makes all of the, like, 1080p new versions of the consoles, like the ones that I have, the, the analog yep. uh, control or systems and stuff, he said he couldn't make a Nintendo 64 one if he wanted to because of the way that the Nintendo 64 is designed. That, and I think the patent might still exist for the N64. Like the patent on those older consoles, they just let them go because they didn't anticipate a need for it because mm-hmm. who could have predicted what the landscape that we have now? 30 years. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that could also be why, too. But yeah, I, I think it's a bummer. Uh, Reggie was basically like, we've we made the NES Classic and the SNES Classic. Well, the NES Classic we made to be a bridge between the Wii U, which was dead. They say dying, but it was dead. Uh, and the Switch, which wouldn't come out until March. So you miss a whole holiday season of Nintendo hardware. Uh, so they, that's why they put the NES one out. And then the SNES one was probably just the, we'll plan it because we don't know how Switch is going to sell. And we want to make sure we have something. And maybe we won't have stock of Switch. Uh, so they put that one out. But everything else is, they said, not. Not something that they're planning on doing, which I hope. I hope Joe's right. I hope they're they're wrong and lying about that because I want one. It's funny that like the that came out when I was in Japan and no one gave a shit about it. The NES Classic. The, well, it was the Famicom when it was over oh, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember like going to places and like there being like one advertisement, but like even like the people at school they were just like, yeah, we don't. That's that's cool. Like, it was more of an, um, an American, or even, I don't know about Europe, but it was, like, more of an American thing than anything, I guess. Uh, the Retron did not play Nintendo 64 games. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I didn't no, think it did. There was no N64 Retron. There you go. So, yeah. I've heard that it's incredibly hard to emulate, and that's why, like, yeah. any time that I, I get an emulator or something, or, like, when I you know, put stuff on my PSP, like, it wouldn't... Only, like, certain games would work. Even yeah, you could, you could just use, like, work. Mario... Uh, 64 it was like really the only thing that ever yeah. worked and I always thought it was like a size thing but no because those games are like 8 megs so theoretically it wouldn't matter what size the games were they should be able to play but the emulation of the system yeah just didn't work so maybe that's why they're never going to make one I feel like they'd have the technology though to do it like they know how it works they made it <laughs> yeah they should be able to shrink it down and make it digital and they have those games on the virtual console so the architecture is there somehow to make a digital only version of that huh. But, yeah, I hope it comes. Make I me a Game it. Boy 1. Hopefully him saying that there's no N64 means that the Game Boy 1 is soon. Yeah, it's not in the plans because we're planning on a Game Boy. Yeah! yeah I'll take that, too. That'd be super fun. We're planning on making a Game Boy case for your phone instead. Well, speaking of companies that are planning new hardware, Lightning Round said that Valve is planning its own VR headset um, to be able to play all of your favorite Valve games. And That's dumb. With Steam, it'll be Steam Face Mode. That's dumb. <sighs> I mean, even though even though we've been talking about VR, I feel like VR is kind of going away. The way of the 3D TV? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like VR. I like playing my PlayStation VR, but I just, I don't feel like, like, when the PS VR came out and, like, at the height of, at the height of, um, whatever the hell the other thing, the HTC Vive and stuff like that, it feels like that's just falling away. Like, you don't really hear about VR too much, except for, like, if you specifically go out of your way to look for VR stuff. Well, you don't... You there's don't, not there's not hype anymore. We also don't pay attention to the PC space the, the way others do. I'm assuming if you pay attention in the PC space, there's a lot more going on with VR, because there are Vive-only things and Oculus-only things. Uh, and it does so much more than gaming, too. So I think 
making a PC specific headset is probably a better bet than if it was. Isn't that what the HTC Vive is and the Oculus is? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it makes more sense for Valve to be making one that's PC oh. based because the, I think the community of VR is bigger on PC than it is on consoles. Also, I mean, even at that point, like you're kind of already cutting into a market that has two massive things. So it just feels. I mean, I know Valve is Valve, but it feels like you're kind of going up up against. Goliath at that point if you're going to try and take on Oculus and HCC. Yeah, well, that's why like, yeah, that's I think this like, is like they did the same thing when they were making the, what was the Steam controller or whatever. Oh, God, the Steam boxes. Yeah, and they're like the controller had like a uh, like track wheel for the analog stick or something like that. It was, it was, it was cool. It was the, the indented pads. Yeah, yeah, but like, did they ever come out? They came they out, yeah. Okay. Just, it just, I mean, that's, that's they, proof they came that, out yeah. and they just went to the wayside. Yeah, it's proof that like that's this is not a good idea either because that was the first thing I was thinking. I was like, oh, it may never come out like the Steam boxes did or Steam machines no, or whatever. Like, well, the problem with those is those were marketed to people like us who don't PC game and yep. therefore be like, oh, I'll buy a console that plays my Steam games. Yeah, I don't want to play on my computer. I want to play on my TV, so yeah. I'll just plug this Initially, I thought TV. it was a good idea and then it took too long to come out and then it came out and it looked stupid. <laughs> oh, they're just too expensive. The, Steam, the, the Steam boxes, I feel like, a ton of them didn't come to fruition. There was an Alienware one. There was a there was a couple different ones that I know. I didn't I've even seen. think they actually came out. So yeah, I see them in cases. To me. There were a few of them. Yeah, uh, but the problem is that like I don't buy one. I thought it was a really cool idea and I would have been totally down for it. But I don't play PC games. There's no point. Like any games that were on PC was something that was probably also on console. I'll just buy it on PS4 rather than buying it on Steam and playing it. Like, I have Steam I games, mean, if anything, but... stuff comes to Steam much later than consoles yeah. now, so... Nah, no, I don't think so. A lot so. of stuff. I well, mean, like, AAA no... titles do. Yeah, there's, like, I mean, Red Dead's not on Steam. No, but that, that's AAA stuff. You're... On PS4. Yeah. True. I mean, you got to think of all, all the... Uh, PUBG was way on Steam and stuff like that before it ever came to consoles. Fortnite I mean, I was I the same thing. I just think of AAA titles as opposed uh, to... I mean, yeah. you, and you got to think of, like, all the, the cool indie stuff that, like, never will make its way. I mean, I don't, maybe Papers, Please and stuff like that came here after its popularity, but uh, there's Well, tons that came of, to, like, tablets and stuff. Yeah, but there's, like, tons of stuff that I, I see that I'm like, oh, that sounds cool, and, like, I'll see on Reddit, and I'll be like, oh, it's a Steam game, and I'm like, I'll never play it. Um, but like you as a, Adam is it like an indie game person or like, you know, that's, you enjoy indie games too. I'm surprised that you wouldn't want to pick up like a steam box to play all they're the, like, the like cool. They're $600. Are they really? Yeah. Jesus. Well, cause they're mini Well, computers. at the time. Well, that, that was only a couple of years ago. Like I can't imagine they're much cheaper than that now. They're not, they're not cheaper than a PS4. I mean, are they even made anymore? Does anyone still make like new Steam boxes? Well, I'm sure you could. Is buy there like a current one. Steam box? Well, because like I see stuff there? like the Humble Bundle that will be like all these cool games. I'm like, oh, those all seem dope, and they're like, yeah, they're Steam IDs, and I was like, I don't have a fucking Steam computer, like, or a computer <laughs> that'll run it. I'm looking up right now to see if I can find like a Steam machine. Because with this VR thing, that's the only thing I can think of is like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, you're entering in a market boxes, that's, that's cool. yeah, but also you're entering a market that's already been oversaturated by two things. Yeah, it looks like it's just a handful when they all came out in 2015. But yeah, like the, I thought it was even longer ago than that. I thought that was like 20. That's almost 2012. I thought it was like 2012 when that was like the thing. That's when they were initially being announced because I was living with Tyler and that, that was like all over Attack of the Show and G3. Or yeah, G4. But like, so the Anywhere Steam Machine is $450. I don't. No thanks. I'm not, I'm not spending $500 to 
to play games that are like I have games in my Steam library, yeah. but it's things like Arkham City and the Lego Star Wars games and right. like other stuff like that where all right, I don't need to have it's like Portal. Like all right, uh, yeah. I don't need I to have buy all the Grand Theft Auto games and like Left 4 Dead games yeah. on Steam. Like I have some stuff, but it's not worth. Like some of these are a thousand dollars. Jesus. Yeah, five hundred dollars for this other one. Like I don't, I don't see the need to pay for that when I can just play the games that I have on my PS4. Like, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything by not having a computer. If there were like 200 bucks, I'd be more interested. Yeah, for sure. Because there's, there's still like a lot of like weeby stuff that's on there that like I'm like, ooh, I would like to play that, but of course I'm, I only have a Mac, so it's not going to run on that. Steam's on Mac, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not, a, it's not, it's not, it's not based not for video yeah. games. It's, you know, for being in a Mac. Yeah. <laughs> it's for so, living forever. Yeah, I <laughs> And not having to be upgraded all the time. Uh, back to the VR thing, though, it is surprising that they're they're jumping into the space. Yeah, that's already because it's not got popular two enough for a third option. No. Yeah, I mean, there's already two things that have dominated the market, and also I still feel like it's kind of like towards the later end of people's interest in that. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of jumping in way too late. At but this point. Joe, you got to think that like the PC is more uh, developer friendly than consoles are, uh, so that like people are going to be making stuff for Steam a lot easier than they're going to be making stuff for playstation or xbox so if they make a strictly steam vr system then that's cool for all of these again indie developers to make their own and they could just make their games for the hcc vibe though sure yeah or the oculus absolutely yeah but maybe this is going to be a cheaper option i I would imagine it would have to be yeah or to to be viable in any way sure or it's going to be a thing where valve is making games again that you care about, and they're all on this VR machine. Half-Life 3 confirmed. Yeah, Half-Life 3 VR That's confirmed. not gonna happen. I mean, that would be the only reason you dude, dude, definitely dude, get someone dude. to buy a headset. Imagine playing Portal in VR. Yeah, it'd be sick. I, yeah, I mean, I'm not buying a, a VR-capable computer and a Steam headset. Definitely not, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. that sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm just I mean, trying to devil's advocate things this. I could think that would be awesome to play in VR. But... To be fair, I feel like I'd get terrible motion sickness playing Portal in VR because you're just falling through holes. Oh my god. <laughs> no I want to see people... I just want to see people play it then. <laughs> I don't want to play it. I just want to be on the... A fly on a wall. Vive ever come out? What? Oculus Go? No, they were making like a wireless HTC Vive headset. Well, the, they had the, the wireless Oculus one. The Oculus Go. That came out recently. Uh, I mean like HTC Vive was making like a high-end wireless one that I was like... I don't think that's out. Yeah, I was like, I would be really interested in that just because I hate dealing with all the wires and yeah. setup and shit. Like, wires. if I could just put the fucking headset on and just play yeah. instead of having to, like, yeah. hook everything up. That's sort of one of the reasons I have a hard time, like, playing my PSVR. Because Joe is lazy. I hate all of the wires everywhere and everything. Everything's too cumbersome for Joe. Well, yes. it's, but, like, when you're moving around in a space, you don't want to be tripping over wires that are going to get I did, yeah, I did find myself kept flipping the wire over my shoulder when I was playing it, too. Because yeah. I played my friend Dave's, like, HTC Vive, and the way theirs works, is, or his worked, was, like, he had sensors, sensors, like, in the corners of all the, like, of his room. Of course, Dave. That would, like, that. you know, so he could have, like, full motion, like, you know, walking around right. everywhere kind of thing, as opposed to just standing in front of thing are you yeah, gonna buy one of those treadmill omni treadmill direction machines <laughs> oh, yeah, those things look awesome that's the best way to play vr they had those like hooked up at the like mall like they central did. kiosks and stuff i, I wanted to do it i never I just, tried one i don't want i did when it like they had them at e3 or e3 they had them at um oh he went uh-huh, see people yeah. do go uh the biggie uh oh, yeah, yeah. and i, pl- I played one local, there uh, and it was really cool event. Yeah, it's a local connecticut uh game connecticut <laughs> It's, no, in, it's in Mass, oh. and it's, it's for all of New England, hence yeah. the it's Big a, E. It's a fair. It's 
what it is. It's but, not too fair. But yeah, they had a bit. They had saying, one of those. You might have people living close to us in California going with Biggie Langston. What? Yes, that's exactly what it is. You were hanging out inside Biggie. Yes. <laughs> Played VR. Yeah. All right. It's off the rails just now. Lightning round. Just let it happen. Cutting this off. Uh, lightning round. We got the next wave of Spider-Man DLC suits were uh, revealed this week. What are they? Uh, they are Spider Armor. Dude, Mark spoilers. One. Was that just like the silver plated? So yeah, the silver and black one. The one that was like in one panel. Yeah, and it's really ugly and stupid. Um, so cool. there's that one. Off to a good start. Yeah, there's one called Spider Clan, which looks very much like the uh, the animated retro suit. Spider Clan. Clan, yeah. It's just like a it's like a manga themed. Oh one. yeah, that's uh from the Marvel Megaverse. Yeah. He was part of the clan of spiders. He was like ninja. Yeah, it's just really it's it's like cel shaded and cartoony looking like that retro one. In Sorry, the I was just thinking of like Spider Man in a pointed hood. <laughs> <laughs> That's why long I was clan. like, wait, yeah, what? Long, long clan. Uh, and then the uh, traditional Spider um, Iron Spider. Oh, what you the, uh, want? I very much want that. I'm very excited for it. That'll probably be the one you have to beat in order to. And unlock. then yeah, you don't so get to, to just actually wait play until the third DLC pack to be able to use it for Great. any amount of time. Can't wait. No, I, the, that one looks super awesome. It's one of my favorite Spider yeah. costumes, so I'm super down for that. Uh, lightning round. We talked about the rumor last week. It's now official. PUBG is coming to the PlayStation 4 on December December 7th. 7th. Uh, there's all kinds of packs and things that you can buy that come with different outfits. And uh, one of them is you get, I think, Drake. And one is Ellie's backpack from Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, as part of the, the pre-order bonus, I think, for one of the There packs. should be, like, Kratos War Paint for your face would be awesome, too. Yeah. Uh, they, I mean, they haven't announced anything more beyond just those two, but that would be pretty sick. But it's not free. It's not free. Which was the thing we were discussing. Yep, it's so not free. You not still free. have to pay 30 bucks for it yep. for just care. the regular version. Uh, there's also going to be a $50 Survivor Edition and the $60 Champion Edition. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> good I good luck. Yeah, I mean, we, we pretty much talked about this last week in terms of it's, uh, it's a hard game to, to crack at this point because you've got... High end, you've got Black Ops 4 with its blackout mode. Low end, you've got Fortnite in terms of price, and that's free, and the biggest game in the world still. So, good, yeah, luck. good luck to you, PUBG. Joe, what Shining Gem did we play last week? Hmm? The prison? Oh, uh, Darwin Project. Yeah. So we, there's another one, too. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a ton of them out there. Yeah. We played, like, a shitty uh, free-to-play nice. uh, survival game, but it was, like... 12 people was the thing instead. It was like more crafting focus. So and like, you didn't see a single person the whole I time? I did not see a single person. I was killed by the, the world like thing. There's also no sound effects for anything except for crafting at the moment. So it's, it, was, it was a beta. Like, it's fantastic. Thing, so. Fun. Yeah, it's terrible. But yeah, PS4, PUBG. Good luck. I, yeah, I just... Good luck. It's, yeah. If it's cross-play, cool. Because then you can play with all your Xbox friends and your PC friends. I doubt it. I don't think they announced whether it was or not. No, I doubt it off the bat if, that it would be. If I like think it's a thing s- that comes later. I think I remember them saying that it's going to be at least. Well, it's they, it's probably one of those. It's a matter of you know when, not if kind right. of things. Yeah. But um, then maybe it's worth it because all the people who then already have it on Xbox and already have it on PC, you can play with them, so you don't feel like you're in this much smaller space right. in terms of like number of gamers that have this game because you're gonna be hard pressed to get people to buy the, into that game that wouldn't be playing Fortnite at Black Ops. Mm-hmm. I mean, the people will do it. There will be people playing it. I just can't imagine it's a large number. Or the Darwin Project. The way everyone's playing the Darwin Project. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or another one, the, the Zed. What was Zed? Hunters is another one, the zombie one. 
Oh, that was like I don't remember what that was. Daisy, not Daisy. No, they have one oh, called Z Hunters. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, is it a brand new one that, that is on the Xbox? Uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, let's see. Lightning round. We've talked a lot about THQ Nordic in recent months and how they're buying up IP all over the place, and we wondered what they were doing. Well, it turns out they've got 35 games in development, though they haven't said what any of them are. Or what stages of development. Mean. Yeah. But 35 games in development. Just means like we they wrote have, a script for one of yeah, them. There's it's 35 s- napkins with game ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Something. I mean, we all wondered if they were even doing anything. So for them to say that they're at least in development is more than we gave them credit for. That's that's fine. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if like all of a sudden THQ comes with some crazy like sneak behind thing where all of a sudden they're going to be the biggest developer in the world. Just because they've been quietly buying up all these studios and stuff. And Maybe they're, they're recruiting all the people that get fired. And yeah, like, like all the... they're hiring all the best people without people that know. They're buying all these IPs. They're buying up all these studios. And then, like, come 2020 when the new console comes out, they're going to be, like, cranking out hit after hit after hit all of a sudden. Are they, though? Because I feel like all the IP they bought are bad. Like, they're all defunct for a reason. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. They're doing something. They got a plan. I can feel it. Yeah. Just the way that they're doing all this weird shit. Joe does predict the future quite frequently. True, but I just can't imagine the, a game company putting out a bunch of hits that are Alone in the Dark sequels or the Dude, next Amalur game. we clamored or... for Alone in the Dark, and then it came out and it was fucking hot garbage. So if, I'm saying. Like, if they the make a... One... No, but if they make a proper Alone in the Dark game, hell yes, please. They come out with like a Resident Evil 4... Like vert, you know. Oh my God! Please do recovery it. of the yeah. franchise. I guess. Yeah, I mean, like if they came out with a fucking awesome Kingdoms of Amalur sequel, I would be super fucking stoked. The yeah. problem is, is that when you have thirty-five games in development, how much time and energy you're putting into any one? Well, we, again, we also don't know what stage like of right development too, they're so. in, and which of these are actually going to come out. Yeah. A game in development just means that they're thinking about it pretty much. There's no, a lot well, of things you have that... to have, like you'd have to have people actually working on it, producers and some developers something to say it's in development i don't think it's just 35 games written on a napkin that go we're gonna make this <laughs> someday i don't think that counts as in development when you announce it like that but i don't know also um, they, they could be mobile games like there's a lot of conjecture there here go. it's all gonna be alone in the dark mobile games kingdoms of amalord the, the match three God damn it. yeah kingdoms of amalord the digital card game <laughs> get ready for it i mean that wouldn't be that bad people play hearthstone and all those games sure so you could do an amalord based card game if you sure. wanted to but, I don't know. Uh, lofty goals for THQ Nordic. Uh, let's see. Lightning round. We talked about the rumors of this, uh, and this was something much maligned from this past year's E3, but the Command & Conquerors are coming back uh, as 4K re-releases or redos uh, for the PC. Uh, they confirmed uh, this past week that Command & Conquer Red Alert is going to get the 4K uh, update treatment, as well as, I think it was... Tiberian Sun. Yeah, Tiberian Dawn. Sun? Dawn and Sun are two different ones, I think. There was two of them? There's Tiberian Tiberian War, Tiberian Sun, Tiberian Dawn. I think I only had Sun. Yeah, so uh, Command & Conquer Tiberian Dawn and Command & Conquer Red Alert uh, are going to be released as a single remastered collection uh, without microtransactions. Uh, They'll also include the expansions Covert Ops, uh, Counter-Strike, and Aftermath. Nice. As a person who, like, really loved RTS games back in the day, um, I'm kind of excited to see this revival of classic ones, I guess. Are you going to go back and play them? I mean, it sucks as PC only, but PC is really kind of the only really way you can play those at this point. keyboard and mouse. Well, Well, they just put keyboard keyboard and mouse on the Xbox. Xbox, I think PlayStation already had it. Yeah. Yeah, from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if they came out with an Xbox or PlayStation version, I would buy them. 
but like I said, I, I'm glad to see that there's like a revival of that, you know, with Warcraft Three coming remastered as well. Um, so hopefully Starcraft people make remastered. more. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely going to be one of those dip a toe in the water to see if people are really oh, yeah. clamoring for Command and Conquer the way that the outrage mob at E3 said that they were. So. Well, people like to be mad about everything, though. Well, that's the thing. Like, So that's why you don't necessarily know is the number of people that are mad about the Command & Conquer mobile game, do those actually equal people who would be excited and buy a new regular Command & Conquer game? Or are those just people that like to pile on? Right. So this will be the real litmus test is do people actually buy this game uh-huh. that's classic Command & Conquer? Or do they just like to get mad that the other one isn't? Which is funny because people also love to complain about things just getting remade, not at new games coming out. So it's like... You got which side are you going to choose this time? Yeah, it's the it's the same thing that we talked about, Joe, all those uh, months ago with Street Fighter Two, where it was out on Switch, and they were basically like, "Yeah, we're going to judge based whether or not we support the Switch going forward on people buying Street Fighter Two for the eighteenth millionth time." We're like, that doesn't seem fair, <laughs> but the people did, so it worked out for you know for fans of that. Sure, series. and now we got Mega Man Eleven. There you go. So uh, I guess we'll see what whether or not the hype. Was, wa- was warranted or if it was just people getting angry about a thing they didn't like. Let's see. Lightning round. We're getting Fortnite everything these days. And though we don't talk about Fortnite much, we definitely notice that there's a I monopoly. like how you say we don't talk about Fortnite. <laughs> we talk about, we Fortnite, talk about Fortnite, like Fortnite every, every fucking week. But like we don't keep up with like the Fortnite We don't news. play it, but... but we, yeah. don't, we don't keep up with the news necessarily of it when like new updates come out or things change in the game. We but we sure talk about stuff. it a lot. Well, it's because it, it permeates the gaming space. and Yeah, you know, it's... We talk about it like old men talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, those kids in their Fortnites. And their dang Fortnites. And their uh, stupid Fortnites. dances. Well, speaking of old things, they're coming out with a line of Fortnite figures that are very reminiscent of G.I. Joe's. G.I. Joe. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, uh, I, I didn't really care when McFarlane announced their, like, six-inch Fortnite yeah. figures. Yeah. Especially was... since those have been really bad in quality. Oh, McFarlane toys? Oh, yeah. Yes kind of really disappointing like i want those titan ones so bad and they look like crap yeah and like they're terrible new uh halo ones and stuff they're so bad though like limbs are all flimsy and everything but anyway uh but uh yeah so they came out and they said that they're making uh gi joe like sized yeah gi joe like you know style styled uh fortnite like 3.75 inch uh figures that yeah like you said they look actually pretty cool I don't care about Fortnite, but I look at those going like, oh man, this kind of like brings you back. Yeah, I like that like, style of figure. Yeah. But you buy like just figures to, to play with. Like, yeah. Just when you're doing stuff. So like that would be a cool like Kitsune mask dude to just yeah. like pose cool. Yeah. Like I'm, you know, a fidgety person. Yeah. I'm, I'm the person that they make fidget spinners and fidget cubes for. You were one of the first people that yeah, I ever purchased one. We <laughs> talked about it on the show before they were a fad. Yeah. Um, uh, and... It, I did look at those going like, yeah, that would be really, like really cool just to have that on my desk. Right. To like, if I'm sitting there, you know, doing something, just like fiddle around with it. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, they look cool. I, you know, I need to see more. They only really showed off like two designs. Um, one of them, like it looked cool, but it also looked really bulky. So I was like, I don't know exactly how yeah, the one in the jacket. posable that would be. Yeah. Yeah. But like, um, if you think about the regular soldiers and like yeah. the dude with the tomato head or whatever, like any of the other normal skins, those would probably translate really Space well. Space man. Yeah, to action mm-hmm. figure form, whereas like the dude with the big coat doesn't. Yeah, but, so I hope they do the knight armor because I always thought the knight armor in mm-hmm. that one was cool. Yeah, no, I'm I'm more interested in those than I am in like the pop figures or the Monopoly or any other stuff. Yeah, and I'm sure they're gonna be 
like 12 bucks. They're going to be like dirt cheap. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They'll be the perfect like stocking stuffer for any kid for next oh, year's dude, Christmas. Oh, dude, they're going to be a killer at uh, Christmas time. Yeah. Well, if, they if Fortnite's still popular by next in Christmas, a year. We'll see. Yeah, because they definitely won't be out in time for this Christmas, but still pretty cool looking. Uh, lightning round. Uh, we've talked about obscure Hall of Fames from time to time on this show. Uh, probably less than we talk about Fortnite, honestly. <laughs> uh, but we've got uh, inductees into the Toy Hall of Fame, which is a real thing that John asked me to confirm was real. Because <laughs> we the, the previous abductees, in, inductees, or not abductees, inductees are ridiculous. Like the swing. Hey, and that's a classic toy. Stick. And that's a, also a classic and toy. And a blanket. Yeah. And also bubbles. Toy. Something that forms hey, naturally in life. You guys, just, you guys are just naming iconic toys. I don't, I, don't see, I don't see what the confusion is here. These are iconic Hall of Fame worthy toys. We're going to put them it. in a building, have this like uh, ceremony. You know, yeah, People there, are going to go and visit this. Is there, it's, a ceremony. it's stick. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder if there's like a building you can go to. I think that there is. Is there an actual like Hall of Fame you can go I'm to? I'm sure. Yeah, it's in some dude's bed. There's, there's a stick in a glass case. <laughs> Yeah. This was the original stick. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? People go to museums and look at all kinds of weird shit, so uh, I'm not at all surprised by it. But the reason I put it on here is we had some game-related things. Uh, so the first first inductee, not games-related, but still fun, probably everybody had one, Magic 8-Ball. It's getting inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame. Do you guys have a Magic 8-Ball? I definitely had, yes, Magic definitely eight had balls. a Magic 8-Ball. And ball many 8-Ball stickers and all of that stuff, and that was cool. I've broken into at least five of them in my life. <laughs> Drank three. Yeah. At least broken into five. This is uh, why Joe is the way he is. That's right. He yes. wanted the blue magic eight ball juice. Yeah. My tongue is still blue. <laughs> yeah, did, did this mess up Joe? Signs point to yes. Uh, we also have Uno, the classic card game featuring colors and Love it. screwing over the people that you care about the most by reversing and skipping and drawing for. Also, it's like one of the games that everyone had their own special rules for, which was awesome. Yeah, I always loved Uno. Doubling up on, you know draws and stuff like that yeah can you play them all at once and, yeah, yeah multiple numbers households. it was actually probably the first like killer app game on the xbox 360 oh my god that was so much Uno fun the xbox 360 was fucking huge and another thing out. that avatars were integrated into mm-hmm. or the camera when you were playing online, oh yeah that's right came across like a random dude naked playing uno and it's right. like dude come on <laughs> Uh, so Uno is in there, as well as uh, Pinball is getting inducted this year. Just the concept of Pinball the, itself? The game Pinball. So Not a particular one? Nope. Like, I mean, a lot of these things on here are generic things like swing, puppet, stick, blanket. <laughs> Not a particular blanket, stick. just the concept of blanket. <laughs> so the concept of Pinball is getting induction into the Toy Hall of Fame. Uh, that's pretty cool. I think it's definitely deserving. It's been around long enough. I've certainly played with all three. Yes, as have I. Mm-hmm. Uh, you excited about it? You're gonna go to the museum of where is it? The National Museum of Play. Where is it? It's called. Uh, I have to look it up. I don't have that. Page. I actually would have loved to see that place. I, I just want to see stick in a case. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what it looks like. Which version of stick they have? Yeah, let's see. Um, is it going to be a birch stick? Let's see, it says museum hours here. Oh, it's in upstate New York, Rochester, cool. well, Manhattan Square. So we could go. We could go look at stick. Upstate New York's a long drive. No, it isn't. Rochester's not that far away. It's like six hours, isn't it? Is it really? Yeah, because I, I used to want to go to like concerts and stuff, and I'm like, oh, it's in New York. And I'm like, oh, it's in Rochester, which means it's like six to eight hour drive. Hmm. I didn't think it was that far, but we could definitely go look at stick. It know? is a uh, five hour, five minute drive. Yeah, so it's oh, six hours or so. Well, to look at stick. I mean, 
Yeah, the original stick. <laughs> and blanket. Yeah. No, you're not really thinking this through. You're thinking about the time to get there, not the experience that you'll have once you're there. Oh, I can't wait for stick. Going wrong. And bubbles. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't want to see bubbles? I, I guarantee you all of the toys in there you'll be able to purchase in the gift shop. So you're ready to buy bubbles and stick. I can't wait to buy my game of... Or, what is it? Yep. I'm surprised Station that of stick place. One, but branded stick, stick. did not. Yeah, stick and hoop is not. But like... Uh, it's a variation of stick, Joe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's an expansion stick. pack. It's, yeah, it's an yeah. expansion pack of stick. Exactly. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll make a trip up there. We'll, we'll do a... That'll be one of... When we get a YouTube channel, that'll be one of the we'll first do it, yeah. It'll be us going to the pinball show. We'll do a live podcast. <laughs> and then we'll do... A live uh, stream yeah, of, of stick. Of stick. And blanket. Yes. Uh, lightning round. Uh, we got a bunch of pop culture related video game news. Uh, so we're going to jump into that for the ending of the lightning round. First up, Monday, the big news day, brought us the first trailer for Detective Pikachu, uh, which I've seen referred to as Deadpool 3 Pikachu. Um, what did you guys uh, think of the trailer for Detective Pikachu? I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. <laughs> I thought I would. I, I'm not I, a Pokemon yeah. guy. I, I, don't, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Yeah. I, I don't hate it, but my big like issue with it is why is the first Pokemon live-action Pokemon movie not centered around fucking Pokemon? Yeah, that's my complaint. Is it should just be this can be a any Pokemon other fucking movie movie, I not a Detective like, Pikachu movie, just a Pokemon movie. I feel like if this is, ends up being bad, you get away with it. Where it's like, oh well, that one sucked, but we'll get a real Pokemon movie at some point, and that'll be the one that everyone like. That's going to be the great one. This one's okay to be bad because it's Detective Pikachu, but it has cares. nothing to do with Pokemon. It's just Pokemon tacked onto a kid trying to find his dad. Well, that's well from what we know of the trailer so far. But I, I would hope that, given how, uh, like filled within the world that the Pokemon are based on the trailer, that there'll be more Pokemon related things. Like the scene where he's interrogating Mister Mime is fucking hilarious. And um, well, I, I want more of that. Then there was uh, there's the one scene where like it goes all Inception. You see the world is like curling up. Like the ground is like rising up and coming at them and stuff like that. It did give me a kind of a vibe of the. Uh, like the original Pokemon anime movies where like, you know, they would be dealing with some crazy ridiculous thing like Mewtwo's destroying the world or Groudon is going to like, you know, incinerate the earth and they need to stop him kind of thing. So I was like, all right, there is like a bigger thing going on here than just the detective stuff. I don't know if that's going to just turn out to be like a dream or something probably. Or he's being, uh, someone's using a confused attack. Oh yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And that's what you see, which like, it's a pretty cool way of interpreting things. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look bad. I'm just mad that it's not a Pokemon battle game or, or battle movie or yeah, like collecting it, movie. It has, like, the kid, like, said something about, like, he didn't make it to the, like, Pokemon finals. Nationals or yeah. something like that. He's the poster for it in his room. Right. He always wanted he to be had, a trainer. He had the, like, ticket to the event. Yeah. But, like, didn't use it Also, probably when his dad So there's a QR code on that ticket. And I was like, oh, it's got to be something cool if I scan it. So I scanned it, and the words that came up just said, buy now. That's it. <laughs> Wait, like buy B-U-Y or B-U-I. buy and like yeah. goodbye? B-U-I. Like as in purchase this. So I'm guessing it's probably something like some... Like, It'll go active to buy movie tickets or something? No, like Maybe. somebody like probably was like a prop maker and just grabbed the first QR code they could off of Google Image Search. That too. But yeah. I was like super hyped because I was like, oh, I got a perfect like still of it. I can scan it and then I scan it and I was like, oh. Nothing. Yeah, maybe it'll be something later where it's just a placeholder for now. Yeah, but I mean, I do hope that like this does give them a point like a chance to make an actual pokemon movie about Please. like you know 
Ash Ketchum or Red or some other you know generic new kid it to like yeah, go it, against the elite can be four anyone. and become the greatest Pokemon trainer kind of thing, and not just completely make it where like we're just gonna get Detective Pikachu two and Detective Pikachu three. I mean, you'll get that point. too if this is enjoyable. But I think I think this will be the thing where it's like, oh, okay, this weird offbeat one ended up being pretty cool. Yeah. Now let's make a real one because we have the template for it or we have the assets for it. Because one thing that's important with this is that they're all live-action-looking Pokemon. What do you guys think of the look of the Pokemon in this? Some of them looked cooler than others. Pikachu Mr. looks adorable. Yeah. Mr. Mime looks fucking frightening. Uh, I really liked Charizard. I thought he looked badass. Psyduck looks really stupid. I suppose he did. Yeah. No, but like Psyduck. he had like fur instead of feathers uh-huh. and like didn't look like... Also, well, he's I... a platypus. Too, he's right? a duck. No, he's just a duck. His name is well, yeah, but he's got like a, yeah, but he's got like a big like platypus bill. So that, that that's just, just style. Because there is a platypus Pokemon also. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, platypus. There... No, actually, oh. I don't think there is a platypus Pokemon. Joe, they're all Pokemon. Platypus Pokemon, though. No, but they're Pokemon. What? They're not based on anything. No, but like, they're their own <laughs> monsters. Uh, I know, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't confuse him. <laughs> Did you see the, um, you know, that guy who does the vines, uh, like no. Asian guy, he does the vines. Oh, that all, guy, yeah. Uh, he did one for Detective Pikachu, and uh, it's amazing. You should go watch it. Uh, I have to pull up the name so I can at least give this guy some fucking credit if people listen to this. Does Vine even exist anymore? No. No, because he just does short YouTube Yeah, they're videos. just like super short YouTube videos. I know who he's talking about. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, there are points where I'm like, this is getting, like, weirdly uncanny valley, so it's kind of, like, unsettling. Um, particularly, like, when you kind of really look closely at the Mr. Mime, and you're like, you know, you can see, like, the stitching on his gloves and stuff, and you're like, but aren't the gloves part of his hands? Yeah, yeah. that could just be <laughs> what it looked, those are just scars, and that's what it looks like. They're, yeah. like they're just thing. sewed into his just, body. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it's kind of disturbing when you that's try and, like, put it just, together. Yeah, Pro ZD, that's his name. Yeah. Uh, he did one where he's like, Pikachu's, you know, saying, uh, you know, like, we've got to find the victim of this. And he's like, he's got ligature, like, marks around his neck. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, like so Bulbasaur murder. or Ivysaur? He's like, but there's no leaves. And he's like, so who do you think? It's like, Tangela. And he's like, uh, it says something about like, oh, they're all monsters. He's like, we're all monsters <laughs> in the pocket of God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I I, uh, you don't I, just, I just want it to be more Pokemon-y, I guess. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, and again, this is the first trailer, so we don't know how immersed in the world they're going to be. Mm. Like, I, granted, it's not battling, and it's not gyms, and it's not, you know, Ash like they, Stone or whatever. At the they end, at least but... show, like, him, like, in an arena at one point yeah. with, like, the Charizard and stuff. So I was like, all right, so, like, the battle there, it, it, battling is there and stuff. I did feel it was, like, too gritty for the world like the pokemon world has always been kind of like a more idolized version like a cleaner nicer version of our world so like seeing it be all dingy and like they're hanging yeah, out in like they're hanging out in like dirty warehouses yeah. and but that's, uh, the, but that's detect- the detective part. that's the detective aspect of that's the film noir like i'm down for a pokemon noir that sounds cool and granted it won't go that deep or that dark but I don't know. It seems pretty cool. I'm still going to see it. I'm just disappointed. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've watched not the, more Pokemon. I've watched Center. the trailer like eight times now. Like I keep going back and watching it again. And this is so. where your clicks thing comes into person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
No, yeah, I, uh, I think it, I think it looks cool. I, I, I like watch it like frame by frame, going like, okay, what Pokemon can I like see in the background oh, yeah, yeah. here? Kinda. I looked at plenty of those articles where it shows me they like, did all this every Pokemon. I also saw somewhere they looked at they actually made physical like model replicas of the Pokemon that they did digitally in the thing. So there's like a like a full maquette of Pikachu, like life size to how it is, furry looking exactly like it was pulled right out of the trailer it's really cool that is cool and i'm not a pokemon person and now i'm excited for this the only problem that i have with it is it just sounds too much like ryan reynolds that's also i uh, can't not hear ryan reynolds yeah that's the only thing for me we're like all right it's like he's funny and i like the idea and i like the characterization of it but i just hear ryan reynolds and i just hear deadpool and i like that's, a, that's a, like i like ryan reynolds but like he's become too ryan reynolds at this point yeah he's not doing a voice he's just doing Deadpool again which mm-hmm. is like okay that's fine like, it's I get the same what way I feel about for. Chris Pratt yeah but it's, see if that was Chris Pratt's voice I probably wouldn't pick out on it as much because I'm not used to hearing him do voiceover the way I'm used to hearing Ryan Reynolds do voiceover think, for Deadpool I don't think Chris Pratt's voice is as distinct as well yeah it's pretty generic yeah whereas Ryan Reynolds has a, like a Ryan Reynolds-y voice yeah <laughs> So, yeah, that's a, and I'm sure I'll get over it. I don't it. know how sure. to explain it. Like, he yeah. sounds like Ryan Reynolds, and I can't not it's hear Ryan Reynolds. uncanny is what yeah. you're trying you, to say. You, you play anything, I instantly, like, picture... You know, I, every you close your eyes, and you can just see Ryan Reynolds wearing a, a little detective hat. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, dressed... This is what Joe sees when he closes his eyes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, don't we all? I mean, he's so dreamy. Mm. Uh, but no, it's like with uh, Rocket Raccoon, where I don't... I don't, I don't think of, I don't picture Bradley Cooper I don't at picture all. Bradley. I know that it's him, and I can pull it out if I really want to think about it. Because he's not trying to sound like Bradley Cooper. Correct. <laughs> so if he if he was doing more of a voice, I don't think I'd bother me as much. I would like I know everyone's clamoring; they wish it was Danny DeVito, and I'm just like I don't care that much. I don't think that would be any better because then I would just be like, oh, it's Danny DeVito. Also, it sounds super grating. And I kind of was like hoping that they would also just like make it just sound kind of like a Pikachu. Like, I would have almost kind of preferred, like, a cutesy Pikachu-sounding voice. Not a grizzled man. Because it's like, it's like the part where he's talking to the kid, and he's like, they only hear me as a Pikachu. And then yeah. he's like, can you hear him? And it turns to him, and he's like, Pika Pika. And then he turns around, and he's like, hey, they don't understand me. I sound like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I'm like, why is, why is, if that's what a Pikachu sounds like, why does he sound like Ryan Reynolds? Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll find out as yeah. part of it. Maybe right, like maybe that Pikachu is an Dude, old a detective, detective that died and was turned into a Pikachu and he's like reincarnated or something. Yeah, maybe. Like Ryan Reynolds was a real person in that world, is who became a Pikachu for some reason. Sure, why not? I mean, they could, could happen. It. Yeah, it's a crazy. Japanese I'm just gonna stuff. buy the. I'm just gonna buy the Detective Pikachu game and play it and find out what's going on here. Maybe, uh, but yeah, it should be pretty cool. We'll obviously definitely see it. I'm sure we'll get more trailers and stuff. But I don't know. I'm more excited for it than I was before. Yeah. Uh, lightning round we're getting a Devil May Cry series from the creator of the Castlevania series and not only that he's going to smash them together into one universe you excited about the prospect of a crossover with Castlevania or just a Devil May Cry anime series in general well they already did a Devil May Cry anime series and it wasn't that good no it was not but this guy has a track record of doing good things well he's got one track record of doing good things no he's done other stuff too I mean, anime related. Oh, anime! No, he I made uh, so. he made the character designs for uh, the Final Fantasy fifteen King's Tale. Oh, the yeah, the the movie that they did for that. The like animated one, not yeah. the live action three D animated one. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, King's Glaive. Yes, I think that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah. No. Yes. 
A Knight's Tale is what it's called. No, that starred... <laughs> that had Heath Ledger. Yeah, that was had Heath Ledger. Oh, I don't know what that is. Oh, the side-scrolling beat-em-up game. Yeah. Uh, that was a game, not a movie. Oh, he, there was a live actor. There was a CGI uh, Final Fantasy 15 movie that came out. Yeah, yeah. Kingsglaive. Yeah, 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 that's what you're talking uh, about. Kingsdale was like a side-scrolling beat 'em up game that was like a free, a free to play thing. Yeah, free to play yeah. game. Um, but uh, I mean, uh, the part I was most interested in is that he said that it's going to be like a shared universe yep. with Castlevania, so like they're going to be tied together. And the way he made it sound like that, like it's not just a shared universe between these things. Like no, there's going to be a shared universe with other stuff. Yeah. Anything he can get his hands on. I'm sure. Yeah. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if we also saw like a Bayonetta anime coming out, another Bayonetta anime. Cause they did a Bayonetta anime. And it was also terrible. Yeah. Um, I, I'd like to see where that goes. I still haven't watched Castlevania. So it's hard for me to get excited. It's good. It's good. It doesn't I know. take very long to watch. You can watch it all in, a couple hours I know and like at some point I will do that and I'm, I'm more interested in doing that because I want to see how this goes but I'd be interested to see how the two worlds mix together because I mean like Castlevania is a timeless series like they it takes place across different generations like they even have Castlevania games that take place in the future mm-hmm. there's one that takes like the uh, Donna Sorrow games take place in like 2040 um, and then you had like a World War 2 one you had all these other things so maybe they can like cross between you know time frame like this or maybe it's just that dante has been alive for a thousand years so yeah, he's been around this whole time just kind of dicking around being dante when both game universes deal heavily with ancestors and family lines and all kinds of stuff like that so it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that you know one of dracula's descendants is you know somebody that dante's fighting or alucard's great great whatever is teaming up with dante too like who knows or- so this is this is the producer it's not the director yeah, the producer. So the producer has been involved in a lot of things, yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, he was the producer for The Grey. Ooh, I like that movie. Uh, Killing Them Softly. Uh, the Dread remake. Mm-hmm. Anything like anime related? Lone Survivor. No. Uh, the Voices. Another Ryan Reynolds thing. Oh, yeah. I, heard um, I don't know that one. Uh, has Ryan Reynolds. He can talk to dogs, and he was like a serial killer or something like that oh yeah he's got like a dog and a cat that tell him to kill people yeah yeah um yeah so a lot of things all over the board genre wise i think he was also involved in that like gritty power rangers yeah the short short yep Mm. yeah we used to produce her for that as well the girl from a walk among the tombstones you never seen that no it's like a weird futuristic gritty like power rangers thing where uh James Vanderbeek is like a turn. No, he's a turncoat ranger, and he's looking for Tommy, and he's interviewing the Pink Ranger. Who is, is this part of the Shattered Dimension thing, or whatever no, it's called? It was just Forest. a like standalone yeah. uh, online short yeah. of some sort. Hmm. Interesting. So it's not the writer. So he had nothing to do with that Final Fantasy thing. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I need to see more because I'm assuming it's going to be like we're going to get Castlevania season three. And we're going to get the Devil May Cry thing. And yeah. then there will be a crossover thing in the future. Or just I don't think they're episodes gonna be like, in there will intermix. Who knows? Possibly. I imagine it's probably going to be more like what they did with the Marvel stuff on Netflix. Yeah, you get a couple seasons. In He's also the producer stuff. for a Assassin's Creed uh, animated series that's apparently coming out. Uh-huh. I don't know how you can mix those ones together. I don't think you'd want to. And yeah. a remake of I Saw the Devil. I like that movie. Yeah, so if you want to have a... Yeah fucking crazy crane movie yeah there you go well speaking of things that aren't coming 
even though we weren't talking about that. I'm just going to say, speaking of, for all my transitions, uh, <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's movie that nobody wanted is not coming anymore. You guys excited? That I it's think it was coming? delayed. But it's delayed. Not hiatus. Like, yeah, it's on hiatus. So, I mean, yeah. In, in movie talk, that means... In general. <laughs> oh, true. Bands go on hiatus all the time and never yeah, come TV back. shows go on hiatus. Although, I guess they do that sometimes in the middle of the season. They do come back. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. Like, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm will go, like, three or four years in between seasons. That's different, though. That's just they let him have whatever creative freedom he wants rather than nobody wants a Five Night at Freddy's movie and they're putting it on Hayes. Because <laughs> nobody wants that. Yeah, well, I mean, I, Five Night at Freddy's got to be getting to the point where it's also at the tail end of... Because there was, you know, a couple of years where, like, you went into GameStop and there was Five Night at Freddy's stuff everywhere. And now yeah. it's just kind of regulated to the, like, dump dollar bin. Like, please buy this stuff and all get the, the hell out of here. Fortnite. All yeah. those 12-year-olds moved on to Fortnite. Exactly. So it's like, it's out of time. Like, How long before the Fortnite movie, do you think? You know, we're a year away, Same time away. when uh, Angry Birds 2 comes out. There is an Angry Birds 2 coming I out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's our, but that at least already had one and it's been in development for a while. Yeah, it's a sequel to an already, like, movie that I'm assuming did good enough to get a sequel. So It's a pretty good movie. I never watched it. I enjoyed it. Mm. Okay. The hell? I don't know. <laughs> Let it go by and I'll cut it out. That person's okay. Weird. Yeah, or their weird. horns just broken. Yeah, I guess. Oh, God, that would be annoying. Oh, Don't drive your car. Drive the car. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably legal to drive the car if your horn does that. Oh, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Scott Cawthorn, I think his name is, the guy that makes the Five Night at Freddy's games. Sure. Um, came out and said that the movie's been put on the back burner, but uh, he is working on a bunch of games coming out for it, which uh, surprised me because I feel like every time a game comes out, he says it's the last game. He's not going to yeah. make another one, and then he makes another one, and he says this one's the last one. Yeah, now he's just coming out saying, "Now he's just coming out saying like I got four games coming out, so I'm working on those." Um, one of them did sound kind of cool, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's VR. That could be actually be pretty. Fucking terrifying, I imagine. Yeah. Like, I, I imagine there's a lot of people that are going to have fun with that one. Otherwise, it just seems like it's a played-out formula. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, one less movie, four more games. Cool. Yeah, I'm not excited. I, I hope <laughs> I don't care anything about that franchise whatsoever. Yeah. I think I played the first one and didn't get very far and then never played it again. I think I made it past, past night one. Mm. I think Maybe I got to I like got, the I, I third night or something. But, uh. Uh, all right, lightning round. We got the first, like, no, I guess not first, but a new set photo from the Monster Hunter movie, which has you guys all in a tizzy. Were there other ones? I thought these were the first ones. There was two. Well, there's, there well, were a couple. There was the one that you guys sent, and there was the one I sent back. Those are the two that I've seen. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple of them. There's a couple more. In that article that I sent originally, that I just showed the headline, there were a couple more pictures attached to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, apparently it, uh, is about a bunch of U.S. Marines <laughs> fighting in, like, Afghanistan. It certainly looked like and that. And apparently ISIS is the real monster all along. <laughs> I mean, not wrong. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so there's gonna be some sort of weird, like, modern day something Monster Hunter. I'm sure they're gonna get teleported to Monster Hunter World at some point. Or Monster Hunter World was the past and somehow stuff relics have survived time and there's a undercover bureau that's been secretly the, hunting yeah. monsters this entire time yeah, yeah this is the video of mila jovich and she's like in armor and she's using a, like a normal monster hunter like familiar famous weapon from the series the, the, the fucking sling blade thingy the yeah. arm blade thing yeah 
or the arm cannon. So thing. I bet you it's you know they're the co- it's probably gonna be like Transformers where they're the covert military team that gets roped into this millennia long conspiracy. Or... And they're trying to make sure that the world doesn't find out that there's all these monsters Correct. you know yeah. crawling all over the world the whole time. So they got to hunt them down before people find out. Yeah. That's this the is just kind of movie you want, right? This is just the conjecture of us just guessing what's going on. Dude, but where's my Palico? They said Palicos will be in it. They did come out and they said that there's going to be a lot of stuff from it. They said characters from the other games are oh, going to yeah. be appearing they in it. They were doing damage control like crazy. Yeah. Everyone's like, that's not Monster Hunter. That's the new Transformers movie. That's the Marine 8. Like, what is that? <laughs> I don't want uh, that. The Marine 8 is already out? No, the Marine 6 just came out. Yeah, uh, was it 6? Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean... My I, my first thought, I sent it to you in a text of the picture of the first set photo, and I just said, for fuck's sake. Yeah. I was like, can you just not fuck things up once, please? No, it's I don't, Hollywood. Uh, it's our it's job. It's not even that. It's Paul fucking Paul Anderson, yeah. who just has to like take something, and he's like, okay, I got this thing. He's he's the big budget Uva Bowl. Like, yeah. He gets this franchise, and he says, okay, but I'm going to put my twist on it like okay we want you to make a resident evil movie okay it's gonna have none of the original characters they came eventually eventually but when he was making the first one there was no intention to make it anything related to resident evil except for the fact that it had zombies in it and the umbrella corporation um it was just after it kept making money that they kept you know eventually had ran out of ideas and had to start delving into the game you love those movies. Yeah. yeah, they're awful, though. I will fully admit I like them because of how shitty they are. And, John, you said this in that text message, Shane, that we were gonna we were talking about. It's entirely possible this movie will be an awesome movie. It's just going to have nothing to do with Monster, Monster Hunter movie. Yeah. yeah, it's entirely possible. But that's what you get. Yeah. But, I mean, seriously, who like, I just, I want to be, like, every time that there's going to be a, a, a studio meeting... <laughs> You want to be there and tell them how what a bad idea. I is. just want to be standing there with a baseball bat, <laughs> and there's like these guys, like these suit, like movie producers who are all in their fucking fifties, sitting around a table, going like, "All right, we got this new something or other license from some freaking video game. How do we fuck this up?" <laughs> well, that's the thing. The suits wouldn't be doing that necessarily. That would be you're at. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's house. Well, like Paul Thomas Anderson is standing there. In Paul front of W. A bunch S. Of Anderson. Paul, w. Paul S. Thomas Anderson, Anderson is a this different person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's standing there with a, like a thing going like, okay, like here's a slide of Monster Hunter. He's like, all right, this is what Monster Hunter is, but this is stupid. Yeah. Let's make it modern day. <laughs> what are kids like what these days? What if their military slams down? The <laughs> oh, yeah. What if they're fighting monsters in the past? Good. Yes. Good. Yeah, anytime it comes up with an idea, you just slam the bat on the table. Yeah. It's really intimidating. Every From time every time somebody says, what if we do this? Slam the bat on the table. <laughs> Is that part of the game? No, sir. That's right. Because I talked, I, I had like the same... What are they, dogs, remember, Joe? Yes. <laughs> Loud noise spray, scare them. Spray them with a bottle. <laughs> no. Yes. Hollywood, Hollywood movie people are very much like dogs. You just hit them with the spray bottle and you know, they're going to not do crappy things. Because I remember talking, I don't remember what the topic was we were talking about this, but I remember just going on a rant where I was like, look... The script is already there. <laughs> like, it's already there. Just do that. Well, it's hard because with games, you usually have like a, you know, 10, 20, 30 hour campaign that you have to shrink into a two hour movie. So you have to do some cutting and tweaking, but that doesn't mean completely changing everything about it. Also, yeah. being devil's advocate here, people don't want to watch the game that they just spent 20 hours playing because they just spent 20 hours playing it. 
true, but they also want something that resembles that game if they're going to yeah. watch anything. I, but, I mean, imagine all the times that you saw something that was too close to what it... I mean, we were just talking about remakes. The, like, the American remake of Old Boy, like, that didn't need to exist because it was just a shot-for-shot remake sort of thing. So... It would be like saying the Warcraft movie wasn't based on a Warcraft game, but it was still a Warcraft movie. Like, it would be different if it was... It's Warcraft, and it's not based on any of the Warcraft games, but it also takes place in modern-day Iraq. It, or like okay, not, right, right. you bought the rest of Warcraft. It's about like naval, like military battles. Yeah, no, like I'm, modern just, day. I'm just saying like this is what their mindset is. They're like maybe they're like oh well, we, we got to make it somehow slightly modernized so it. Dr- We're saying it. they're wrong. <laughs> and I'm just saying at that point, just don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. No, just but don't. I'm just I. Yeah. I'm just, not in agreement. Just don't. Well, they're like, just, they're just trying thing. to bring things in that are a little bit more modern and trying to get the, the non-gaming audience into it, and it's so not going to work. So do that call it literally anything else. Sure, like, absolutely. Also, like, make a movie where the military has to go up against ancient monsters. Yeah. Also, yeah I don't like, care what it's called. Make that movie. That yeah, sounds it sounds cool. cool. Don't call it Monster stuff, Hunter. Exactly. Yeah, Fantasy stuff for sure. is hot now, too, this, so which has confused <laughs> me, because like, everyone's still high on Game of Thrones and shit like that. Yeah, Lord of the Rings series is yeah, coming out. Yeah, you got a Lord of the Rings series coming out. You got four new fucking Game of Thrones series. Wheel of Time out. is getting adapted. All sure. of that stuff. The Witcher is coming out. Like, This is the perfect opportunity to do a like crazy fantasy thing with huge monsters, and everyone should be going like, oh, fuck yeah, huge monsters. Yeah, Cat Companions, all rage. Mm-hmm. Do it up. Said this like I'm sure that there's gonna be something where this is the start of the movie and it twists and it becomes regular monster hunter. Yeah, and my my assumption is gonna be like they're in Iraq doing a thing and they fall through a fucking portal and they end up in Monster Hunter World and they're like, Oh, if you wanna get home you need to kill the giant super dragon and they're like, Okay, I guess we gotta learn how to be monster hunters now. Yeah, I mean I guess that's cool, but that just sounds like the Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> it really <laughs> is the fucking Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. And we all know how great that was. It's fantastic. I remember every scene to this day. Mm. All the lines I can recite them. Like it's a me, Mario. <laughs> Rip right from that movie. I'm Mario Mario. What are you? Luigi, Luigi Mario. Mario. We're the Mario Brothers. They really put Nintendo on blast with that one. They really showed them what's what. <laughs> you guys are stupid, Nintendo. Can't call him Mario. Mario it doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, so Monster Hunter, get ready for it. It's going to be great. It's going to be your favorite movie of 2019 or 2020, whenever it comes oh, out. God, It'll be their day out. one. You're so excited for it. Can't uh, wait. Listen to Joe's reaction on episode. So you're gonna watch it. I know I'm gonna watch it. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, he's not gonna lie to the people. And like I said, like I like the Resident Evil movies because of how shitty they are. And I'm sure this movie is gonna be terrible. And I'm still gonna watch it. Going like, you're gonna go to the theater for it. That's how excited you are. Most likely. Yeah. I mean, I the fucking Transformers movies are all hot garbage. I love them. Yeah. Oh, same. Yeah. I'm right there with you. So we'll be there. Can't wait for Bumblebee. Front row. We're gonna be there. Terrible place to watch a movie. Front guess, row. Yeah, that's, that's the worst place that's to watch That's how excited we are. It's going to be an empty theater. We're still going to be sitting front in the row. front row. We want to be as close as possible to the gem that is the Monster Hunter movie. Yep. Uh, but that'll do it then for the lightning round and not lightning round for this week. Did I miss anything before we wrap up the show? Well, I don't think so. Cool. Not well, that I had, at least. I'm going to wrap up the show. Um, remember, you can find the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Uh, on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and... Spotify. So we are now on Spotify. Uh, so if you have Spotify, you can go ahead and listen to every episode, not just the new ones going forward, but all the old episodes are there as well. Um, so you can find that in addition to all the other places that you find it. Uh, you can also find our wrestling-themed main event podcast, which we'll have a new episode for as well, uh, for Survivor Series, which we're all going to watch tomorrow and we'll 
have our thoughts before and after that. So if you're a wrestling fan, you can check out the main event uh, and all those same places as well. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know uh, what you think about Sony skipping on an E3 if you're excited about a, a discless Xbox or their proposed trade-in program to get digital copies of your games. If you're going to play PUBG on PS4 or, or what you think of the Monster Hunter movie or the Detective Pikachu movie, let you us know. Of- on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.